That was Morrissey, the youngest was the most loved. You're listening to the Russell Brand Show, pre-recorded on BBC Radio 2, and here's your host, I am! With me here, well not with me here, across the Atlantic in your country, England, is Matt Morgan. Hello, Matthew. Hello, Russell. Are you alright? Because it's late at night where you are, isn't it? Yeah, but I'm nocturnal. It's alright, it's ten past one. Would you really feel better, do you, night man? Because like it's it. past your bedtime. Well, we're allowed the studio lights down low, unlike when you're here and you need it all bright. Need it all bright, so as I can see me ego rinsing into every corner <laughs> of the room. <laughs> is Mr. G. Pike Laureate of the show there? Yep, yeah, he's over here. Yeah, I'm here. There he is. Right. There's proof. <laughs> <laughs> proof of proof be need be. It's going to be a hell of a show, right? I'm here in Los Angeles. I'm here with several people that are familiar to you. Nick Philps, our handsome yet guilty producer, is here. His insomnia's gone through the roof because he's in a different time zone. His father, who is a vicar, is furious <laughs> because he is in a city notorious for sin. All sorts goes on here. Hi, turn your phone. Who's left the phone on? That's unforgivable. You have. It's not me. Oh, he's me. I knew Hold it would on. Be. Oh no, well, that's, that's that's unprofessional. I'll just answer it. Hello. Oh Listen, Sean, my Los Angeles agent. I'm on live. I'm not oh, live. I'm pre-recorded on the radio. What do you mean, Matt? Stop interfering. Are you right, Sean? Yeah, I'm right. absolutely. You're just you're an LA resident now with your 310 area code. Sean, would you say my career's going well here in Los Angeles? I would say you're killing it, and the in the smallest. On the there we are. <laughs> <laughs> what? Of the world better watch out because your fame is going to come rushing in like a tidal wave. Right, fame's rushing in like a tidal wave. Perhaps not as negative as a tidal wave causing destruction, <laughs> fear and loss of life, but certainly as impressive. Sean, can I ring you back in a little bit, mate? Absolutely. Oh, so sexy. Oh, it's like a real life Jerry Maguire. Imagine it. I'll show you the money, but first, have a look at this. It's me privates. That was, uh, yeah, there's old Sean Elliott. That's good that we've got Did him Did you ask him to ring at this time? Matthew, you're a deeply cynical man. There's Sean Elliott, my LA agent. Let's just take this call. <laughs> Sean, well, he when he tried to describe your fame or whatever, how yeah, things were yeah. going, mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. he was unintelligible. He was put on the spot. <laughs> He sprawled. It's because we've never discussed it before. He actually represents me for a temping agency that I'm doing some waiting work for currently. But it's, it's very good. It's a very nice little diner, and I get to dress up as Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> so I'm well on the way to becoming a big celebrity. What's your house like out there? Well, Matt. You've just uh, given it, away your area code. Yes. Well, it's certainly very nice. A form Drive like we by. went. <laughs> Matt, stop encouraging. I've had enough trouble with the Crips and the Bloods since I've moved in. I've gone Crips, Bloods. If you boys can't get along, I'll tell you what, I'm going to rub your face in that. <laughs> rub his little face in it till he's learned his lesson. Right, my house, big bloody great big thing it is, showed us right this real estate agent who showed it around it, right, she called Debbie. We turned up there, well, I mean, you know, could she, I don't know if it's possible to get any older without tumbling into a grave. She was wearing little red woolen gloves, she was, mate. Really? Little red wooden woolen gloves. Wooden? Not wooden. <laughs> it's Pinocchio! <laughs> <laughs> Every time she lied, a facial appendage leapt out. She showed us round the house. Right, she had a very rigorous route that she wanted us to follow, and when we broke away from that route, she was disgruntled. I was there with Nick, uh, Agent Nick, and of course, uh, Sharon, and, uh, yeah, right, and okay. Nicola. So Nicola. everyone's called Nick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Nick policy now. 
Yeah, I'd like people to be called Nick, because then I'd just go, Nick! What the hell's going on? <laughs> and I know that someone called Nick will arrive to contend with that problem. Um, Nicola, makeup artist Nicola, is also out here. This is what it's like being with Nicola. She'll she go out the house for about a minute to get a bag of crisps or something. She'll go, here, I just see Will Ferrell down there. <laughs> right? And she'll go out and get some toilet duck. Old upset, I just see Russell Crowe at the post office. Because she lying? loves him. She keeps, every time she leaves the house, she reckons she's seen something. Yeah, I just see Christina Aguilera out there in a laundrette. Every, everywhere she goes, she comes back with some <laughs> balderdash lie. Hold <laughs> <laughs> up, there's Elvis Presley digging in a garden. It's a big pack <laughs> of stupid lies. Moment after moment. Yeah, she's out here. So, so you haven't told me about the house, you just told me an old lady with gloves on that, you're, that you angered showed you around it. She was wearing red... You know that she was wearing you gloves because she was told. Matthew. You. <laughs> they weren't rubber, they weren't latex. Well, see, you gotta wear gloves. <laughs> this guy's a life wire. <laughs> He's a real jack in a box. <laughs> <laughs> so, a woolen gloves, any self respecting SDD could wriggle through that glove fabric in a second. If I got even a thimbleful of my delicious germ onto her, it would have been straight <laughs> up her wrist. Oh. Yeah, I'll get down your wrist. I'll tell you what she speaks like, mate, that real estate agent. You know that when you go, hello, sir. She oh, she's from like New that. York. Yeah. Hello, talks... sir. Hello. <laughs> and she goes, she goes, like, come in. It's the first thing she says, uh, Betty Davis used to live in this house, sir. <laughs> like that, <laughs> right? She told me Betty Davis lived in it. Then she told me Diana Ross lived in it. And I started to think, this is a lie. Because it's like, I looked in one of the drawers, there's mouse droppings in it. <laughs> mouse droppings, Matt, uh. in a drawer. How do you I can't know imagine... how to identify mouse dropping. Oh, you used to have one, didn't you? I used to have little pet mice and that, and also I've lived in squalor for a lot of my life, so if I see mouse droppings, I yes, recognise it. Yes. Unless it was Diana Ross's droppings, <laughs> of course. As small little husks. <laughs> I understand <laughs> that Diana Ross does a very sturdy piece of faecal matter. Great big gorgeous loaf, I imagine, Diana oh. Ross would produce. So, but so, she so it's a nice place. Well, not of all this mouse <laughs> droppings everywhere. <laughs> right, so, no, it's beautiful. Actually, it's beautiful, mate. You'll, you'll enjoy it. You and G have to come out there as soon as possible. It's very, very nice. But I'm just trying to work out whether or not that's a lie about Diana Ross living there and Betty Davis living there. I'll tell you one thing. Went up to the bedroom. You know, there's a cabinet with a TV in. It's beautiful. It's got a swimming pool. Beautiful, spectacular I view. I bet you've complained at least about one thing so far. Yes, here, here are my list of complaints. Internet's <laughs> not working properly. Heating is not working properly. Hot water's not working properly. You're in LA. Heating? Well, it's chilly. Oh, God, you know I me, forgot, I like yeah. to be nice and warm, don't I? You like I? the outside room temperature to be the same as inside your body. That's right, that's right. You don't want, if I was to dip my finger into my anus, <laughs> I want the, 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 the air temperature to be if, exactly the when. same. <laughs> 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 it's a regular occur every hour, on the hour. <laughs> Fancy a dip, <laughs> bing, bing. <laughs> I'm my own puppet. He's being modest with finger as well. <laughs> There's a, Dave, the engineer's face has moved from amusement to disgust. <laughs> a face that I've seen on engine, that's an expression, engineer's face is the world over. I've seen that descent. Oh, this bloke seems quite nice. Oh, he's a disgusting, filthy pig. <laughs> there we are. Uh, right, now, uh, continue with my list of complaints. There was some plastic crockery in the kitchen, like we're going to have an indoor picnic. Oh, That's no snob. good. 
Right. What do you mean? That's not funny. Diana Ross when she had some abusive partner or something. She had to keep... <laughs> Ike Turner, come round. <laughs> Diana, you better tidy up, you goddamn bitch. Ah, I'm going to throw the crockery at you. But luckily, Diana had... What, what Ike doesn't know? <laughs> God bless you, Beetle. Oh, dear. Long may he rest. So, uh, yeah, right. I'll tell you, continuing along my list of complaints. Yeah, crockery, that's a problem. Uh, what else was there? Uh, there's something else was bothering me. Oh, yeah. That's it. I found a packet of right. Firstly, there's some pornography in the cabinet in the bedroom where I found some of the mouse droppings. But it said something like sorority party, sort of youth-focused porn. It said like 19-year-old girls or something like that. <clears throat> right. So, all right, fair enough. What well, were you complaining? <laughs> they were too old. <laughs> Look at these old hags! Where's that old lady with the gloves? Not back in here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know you're a very senior woman, but <laughs> these girls. <laughs> Look at them, this one can barely walk. Now, why don't you take those gloves off and give, make me happy? Come on! <laughs> I'll leave the glove on then. Right? And also, right, in what's that the trauma... What was the complaint about porn? You actually... There's actually pornography in the house and I'm sex addict, so well done. <laughs> Well Very done. selfish. I'm a proper sex addict. I've got a stifficate and a stiffy, and it's all because of your pornography. Yeah, but hold on, Matthew, check this out. In the same drawer as that pornography, there was a family value pack of child's knickers. Like, about 20 pair of child's knickers in a drawer. So, w what I am taking from this story is that you went yeah. to LA with nothing That's but right. a porno mag and some kids' knickers, <laughs> and then felt scared. <laughs> and with these two items, I shall build my future. <laughs> Hooray for Hollywood. I've got all the child's That's a bit knickers. Weird, isn't I it? It's a bit weird. When you move in a house, one thing you don't want is Diana Ross's crap everywhere and kids' knickers in a drawer. That's why the woman's what? wearing gloves. Honestly, I bet there's some horror stories. The place you've moved into, I bet it's Amityville. <laughs> honestly. That's right. That's the name of it. <laughs> Number 15, Amityville. <laughs> Mentally ill from Amityville. Oh, no. We've moved into an house of horror. Previous tenants, Fred and Rose West. Care of Mansons. Oh, God, <laughs> what have we done? Yeah, well, anyway, it's quite nice, aside from that. It's got a swimming pool. So what Big was the... I still don't colour. understand the complaint about porn. You what? just sort of went, oh, there's some weird things in the cupboard. Well, no, well, the complaint is, Matt. I found uh, there was, uh, like, pornography that was, you know, focused on sort of youth, as opposed right, okay. to... It wasn't, like, big knockers or, you know, Asian brides. It was young sort of sorority-type thing. Okay. And then it was a, a big draw, a load of knickers. I mean, uh, none of the knickers had a stiff quality to them. It's not as if they'd already been through the mill. But nonetheless, it's a worrying trend. I've, that's only... In, I've been there five minutes. God knows what's in the cellar. That's what they keep in the bedroom drawer. It's the glamour of Hollywood. Tinseltown. <laughs> Whether it's mouse crap or kids' pets, come to Los Angeles. I don't know, what a caper. But nonetheless, it's certainly going to be a hell of a show. Matt Morgan's in his night child mode. Mr G's scribbling poetry even as we speak. And we've got, of course, regular items to keep us going. For example, you know that Nan thing we've been doing for ages? Well, listen to this from Simon Walsh. Claims to be from Cheshire. Although I don't have a story myself, says Simon, it should really become a new item, your Nan story item. Call it Nanicdote, the perfect name. That's good. You can have that one of me. Good, good, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nanicdote. Welcome to our new item, Nanicdote. Uh, and other items on the show, of course, include our Jingle Race War. We can't call it a competition because of BBC rulings, but Jingle Race Wars are encouraged actively. Uh, Matthew, could I just uh, turn your attention to Jingle 56 <coughs> from Alexandra Freeman? 
and uh, you will hear a lovely little jingle that might be good for our new item, Nanicdote. Hello, oh, dear. Hello, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, crimey pipes and everything. Things Nancy. Things we say. We don't know what we're doing, do we? <laughs> and hello there, this is time for our item, Nanicdote. This is off of Chris Herbert. He claims to be from Brooklyn. That's nice to know that our fame is spreading across the globe. I've just been enjoying some of the Nan stories and I thought I'd share mine. I remember sitting in my grand's house while she was watching the weather forecast and her saying what a shame it was that Michael Fish was dead. When I pointed out to her she was currently watching him do tonight's weather, she said <laughs> it must be a repeat. <clears throat> she was also under the impression that Benny Hill was shot. <laughs> when I pressed her for information, she refused to elaborate. <laughs> there we go. That's our new item, Nanicdote. Benny really quite was good. shot. <laughs> That's a really odd belief. I would call Benny Hill was shot when he paused. By that old man who used to slap him on the head and it got to him in the end. Shot well, him. you know, it starts off with an happy slap, it ends up with a shooting. That can be the problem, dear. Listen to this one. The uh, subject heading for this electric letter that I've got here is Nan story involving genitals. Shall I read on? Why wouldn't I? This is from Claire. I just wanted to share my Nan story with you. My Nan went into Woolworths, other shops are available, asked the shop assistant if there were any genitals in the pick and mix sweets. She went on to explain <laughs> that because she's a vegetarian, she isn't allowed to eat any genitals. The shop assistant looked rather confused, but assured her they were genital-free. Gelatine is probably the word oh. that caused confusion in this story. Ah, oh, poor old lady <clears throat> saying the word genital in a public place here. So, yeah, there will be some... Perhaps we'll do some more nan items. Nanicdotes. Come on, use the word. Oh, yeah. Sorry, nanicdotes, nanicdotes. Also, we might talk to Matt Goss, formerly of Bross, who's now a solo musician living out here in Los Angeles. And also, we're going to be talking to some bloke called Martin Lewis, he claims to be called, who I believe to be a newscaster. He's lived in America. What did he invent, Nick? He invented the secret policeman's ball, apparently, with John Cleese. He's going to give us a guide to living in Los Angeles. That's if we get round to him. Uh, what, what musical choices have we got? <laughs> what are you laughing at, Matthew? That ridiculous little <clears throat> bit of information. That's if we get round to him. That's why tease do. us? Why tell us that's going to happen? <laughs> Just gets people going, doesn't it? That's how it works. Like a real estate agent in little red gloves teasing you with information. I'm excited about Matt Goss. Yeah, I know. It's good, isn't it? Yeah. I loved Matt Goss as a child and all of Bros. Hated really. Luke. Oh, Luke. Hated him. Oh, I can't take another second of you, Luke. Piss off. But, Matt, <laughs> welcome. Sit down. Have a bun. Um, Matthew, have you been all right while I've been away? I've been really well, yeah. We're doing really well. Don't go over the top. You've missed me a bit. <laughs> um, well, I got a yes, text you from have. you. You always pretend saying you this ain't is my me. new number, and that kept me going for another week. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't reply, of course. I didn't want to hang out the flannel, but you know. <laughs> but obviously, I'm coping day to day. What have you been doing with yourself? Ooh, this and that, you know, little side projects. <laughs> side projects. I bet that's glue sniffing, is it? No. Go on. Mm, you and bit. G. No. Floundering, hovering about. Glue sniffing a bread doesn't bag. exist anymore. They don't do glue sniffing anymore. Well, don't think, you oh. don't really hear of it anymore, do you? It's a shame when these great traditions die out, I've I have always think. Glue sniffing, it was just a simple little pleasure, but so much joy. <laughs> so it's so a hobby that, parents. you know, all the information you need is in the name of the hobby. It's what do you do? Glue sniffing. Train oh, right. spotting. Right. Yeah. It tells you exactly where you're going. Uh, what, you ain't you done nothing interesting that you can tell me about? Um... Let me think. Why am I being put on the spot now? Let's yeah, make, I'll have a think in a song and then get back to don't you. you. Don't you, before we do a radio show, do a little list of things you might like to talk about? No, no. You just turn up. I bet you've got a can of booze in I your haven't. hand. I haven't. I haven't at all. Have you? Gee, have I got any alcohol here? <coughs> G, 
G's coughing. Right, That's let's have a little listen. smoking a crack pipe. <laughs> <laughs> that poor buff. I've told As you we about all that, are that crack. Here. <laughs> no, no, there's no that going on. All right, well, let's have a little listen to a record. Let you two you get your rocks off. Do you want Big Yellow Taxi? Yes, actually, I do, because I mean, after that, I could, after Big Yellow Taxi, I'm going to tell you an anecdote that's going to thrill and enthrall you about life in the city of angels. Yeah. Oh, God. Mm. Oh, yeah, come on then, put it on. All this titting about. Tony Mitchell, Big Yellow Taxi. Listen to Russell Brand. We are pre-recording from Los Angeles. Los Angeles. Uh, Matt Morgan's there in London. You're perhaps you're wondering why that song was written, Matt. Well, are you? You know. Well, if you are, <laughs> here is why. Right, you might want to send me an email and all. If you do, not you, Matt. You could just tell me stuff when you want. But if you're another person, russell.brand at bbc.co.uk. Send us an email what you think or, or feel. What, what, are you going to start that thing up again? Where you went, ah, I need presents, huh? I'm in another country. To all oh, your fans. Yeah, to send you good. presents. All those presents that I had while I was in Hawaii making that Don't film. Don't send him presents. Actually, I do like presents. What would I like, though? Much more than presents, uh, no-string sex. Now, if you'd like to send me some no-string sex... Surely you're in the right place for that, or is it... Oh, you're not famous there, are you? No, that's the thing, you see. So I bet you old... can't get women back to your house because they call it, like, Amityville. <laughs> Everyone knows about it. Do you die in a Ross the in a drawer there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, often you can hear the sound of the Supremes screaming. Actually, it's quite nice. They do good harmonies. But the coach nonetheless, door goes it still haunts it. There it is. Yeah. Look at that. You can't go in there without <laughs> gloves on these days. Oh, who's that coming out? <laughs> It's if a scarecrow in tiny swimming trunks. <laughs> <laughs> Look at his ghostly pallor and ridiculous haircut. Surely this man must have died during the American Civil War. <laughs> oh, yeah, there are the English people on that coach. Someone give me a nosh off. <laughs> have you had anyway. any action yet? Oh, right, action, <clears throat> is it? You want to tell you give me my blood... Well, not give me my... I'll tell you give me my phone number the other night. A very kind nurse. <laughs> I was baffled and confused. You pinned it to your duffel coat. <laughs> <laughs> Which was dangerous, actually, because that pin nearly went through my nose drill. <laughs> i tell you, no, who give me her phone number? Dita Von Tees. You oh, know her? Yeah, Dita Von Tees used to be married to Marilyn Manson. Right, well, stick that up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on a minute, you can't have her. What? I can, mate. What, in a, in a romantic way or in a sort of, you know, like, oh, you, you know, here's my... Don't uh, share a dentist or some sort of LA diminish thing. This, don't, you don't share dentists Yeah, maybe should. I know LA. a great guy. He's going to no, really help no, you. It was very clearly a prelude to some sort of bloody good tease-ridden burlesque sex, you snuffling, snorting hog You've of interviewed man. her before, MTV. That's right, mate. I'll give her the interview in of her life, and obviously it made quite an impression, because when it came to handing over the digits, I think that's what we say in Los Angeles, she couldn't have been more forthcoming. She looked like she was from the olden days, she was wearing a pearl cover... She's, you know, I don't fancy mm. her myself, so you can... You have oh, her. <laughs> All right. Guess who I live next door to? Cameron Diaz. So you there. say next door? The next house is Cameron Diaz's house. Have you seen her? No, Nicola reckons she's seen her, but Nicola thinks she's seen everybody. Every time she leaves the house, she comes back with another lie. But apparently, old Red Gloves said Cameron Diaz lives in there. So mm. what about that? Yeah, so, anyway. This doesn't ring true, really. What don't ring true? <laughs> this rings true. Dita Von Tees, Cameron Diaz. Well, this is Where have you met these people? I ain't met Cameron Diaz, she's next door, but Dita Von Tees met her down this place called Chateau Marmont's where people hang out. It's dead fancy there. I've been there. Oh, yeah. I was there with McKenna. 
the other night, Paul McKenna. He Did was he hook you up then? <clears throat> He was funny, you know, he's just his usual self. There's this really brilliant thing. Oh, this, I, maybe I shouldn't say this, but listen to how funny it is. Right, he goes to Adele, he goes, Yeah, Adele, a lot of people don't fancy her because she's a bit chubby. Myself, I don't like the shape of her head. It's like the Queen's head on a penny. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said. What, she's I'm looking trying. sideways? Well, I just thought, you know, sometimes someone says something, you think, just let that, like, I thought, remember that, don't challenge him on it, because he might unravel it Remember somehow. that, and say it on the radio, and undermine uh, your friendship with him. Yeah, absolutely, get it out there, that dirty monkey Who is Adele, fiddler. anyway? She's that one, isn't she? She's a big deal. Let's, huh? We'll play what? one of her records in a minute. Oh, right. What's it called? Pavement. Yeah, we'll stick that on. Yeah. What's it called, dear? <laughs> Chasing the paving stones, or we'll pop that on. It's very popular. So what's yeah, your story about Big Yellow Taxi? Oh, right. <clears throat> well, Matthew, it will astonish you to know that it's based on the truth. There once was a place, and they only went and pulled it down and put up a parking lot. Well, Joni called it out, she saw it, wrote a record about it. The rest, as they say, <laughs> is history! You <laughs> More of those tales next week! What? <laughs> that's my... That's my inside LA item. And if you ain't gonna get behind my inside LA item, mate, I don't see this show have much of a future. Cos them little tales are the currency. Well, that's got nothing to do with LA. Here's my new item, Inside LA. Oscars. Now, that's called an Oscar because this actress had an uncle called Oscar. He looked a bit like the statue. Tune in next week <laughs> for Inside LA, where I'll tell you something about LA. <clears throat> it's a little-known fact that the story, I mean record, LA Woman by Jim Morrison and the Doors is about a woman from LA. <laughs> Tune in next week. <laughs> Lovely she was, cracking bird, nice fat ass. so he said. Now, hold on, I've got some important things. So, yeah, Dita Von Tees gave me a number. I was doing quite well with her, but, you know, no real results as yet. Have you tried the number? Uh, yes, actually, and uh, a very kind gentleman answered. He said, do I want fire, ambulance, or police? He said, send all three. Send all three, because there's a party in my pants and Dieter's invited. <laughs> Hell of a time I'm having. <laughs> I'm so lonely here. <laughs> and uh, we did it, we've done a, ta <laughs> we done a table read for the film that I'm doing. You know, I'm doing that film, Disney yeah. film of Adam Sandler, Bedtime Stories, Out of Christmas, starring old Rust. table read. That's He's what it's changed. called. No, I ain't. I was always a right pompous, stuck-up, arrogant, see ambitious... I sitting down round a table to read a script. I was sat next to a little kid. What a show-off. What a show-off, that little kid. And because he's a little kid, oh, how delightful, everything he says. I was thinking, hold on, I'm much better than him. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not lose focus. Let's have a meritocracy around this table. If someone's funny, give them a laugh. If they're cute, you know, <laughs> how cute can you be forever? I was sat next to Sandra, though. Oh, yeah, we're getting on like house on fire. You know, it's expensive and it's not working. <laughs> <laughs> and eventually it will reflect badly on the insurance. No, yeah, I'm getting on well with Adam Sandler. He's going all right. I think the film's going to be quite good. I, I had to go yesterday and have a full body mould, because at one point I have to, you know, I have to wear different types of costumes and everything. Mm -hmm. Full body mould. They put you in a cast, like, you know, say you break your arm. Imagine that all over your body. Really? What, breathing through a straw? No, they do your head separate. They stick two straws up your nose for that bit, though. And they m do a model of your whole head. And you're really hot in there. And also, you have to put in this flesh-coloured leotard. Then they smother you in Vaseline. 
They go, do you want to do your own private parts? I said, nah, go on, guys. <laughs> Get stuck in. Don't say long. I tell you what, mate, I didn't look too sexy in that leotard, I don't mind admitting. Like, it was so, it was so revealing that you could see the, I mean, and I'm going to use this word, you could see the ridge of my helmet, right, through the, through the leotard, and my little genitals, well, that's, they just... quite a ridge. <laughs> it's a hell of a ridge. Like, you know. More of a canyon, really. <laughs> it's an impressive natural wonder. Great big but, speed <clears> bump of a thing. I'm thinking of knocking it down and putting up a parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody way society's going. When I came out, I come out of the toilet wearing the all-in-one flesh-coloured leotard, and the bloke Tim, the bloke that was applying all this plaster, he saw me in my sheepish little face, and he went, "Humbling, isn't it?" <laughs> Just said that to Humbling, me. Humbling, isn't it? Having a penis <laughs> so small like you. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> We're not going to work on you, sir. <laughs> this is a family movie, and families are created from well-formed genitals. Get out. Yeah. So he went. It was Why actually is your what? Hollywood experience always so weird and you know. <clears throat> emasculating well i just think it's my lifestyle isn't it you know i'm always getting up to emasculating things it's my way i'm a very proud man i put myself out there to be shot down and so it happens at every opportunity <laughs> <laughs> i'm regularly so shot down. why do they have to cast your body they think oh god we can't deal with him let's just make a rubber one of him <laughs> <laughs> we'll get him in as little as possible <laughs> rubber russell look get the rubber one the rubber one hello would you like me to do a joke oh, no. I'm go do back in your playpen <laughs> give him dita von teaser's phone number. The number you've called is made up. Please sit down and shut up. <laughs> yeah, so um, that's... But no, it's, yeah, I don't know why everything's like that. Because I'm a comic character, innit? Always don't get with Natalie Portman, because then I would be jealous. Ah, Natalie Portman. She's on the old list of women I'm planning to chat up. She wouldn't Nat like you. She might, mate, because I'll tell you something. Things are going well out here, and people like an English dandy. It's, since time immemorial, English dandies have been celebrated well, You don't want to typecast yourself as that. Look at, you know, Paul Hogan. That's true, Paul Hogan. He went over there, probably thought, I could do loads of these Crocodile Dundee movies. People then, never what tire did he of that. Two of them. <laughs> hey, what if Crocodile Dundee was under the sea? What then? <laughs> hey, I don't want to bore anybody, but what about Crocodile Dundee in an inferno? We're in uh, the place that this BBC studio is in Los Angeles. There's an Australian news channel like that shares the space with them, but it's an Australian TV news channel. And I was like, sort of, we were trying to get in, ringing the bell and everything, like a little hotel bell. Ding, ding, ding. Like one where you'd go, Manuel, Manuel, ding, ding, ding. Like that sort of a bell. Yeah. We're out there ringing it. And I see, like, I saw the BBC sign. I was filled with patriotism and pride. Ah, oh, the BBC sign. Her Majesty the Queen. Felt all flushed. And then next to it's a logo for Australian news. Just a great big pair of knockers or something. So, because yeah, they're yeah. a crass bunch, aren't they? They're news as well, mate. That's You've really, told uh, me before. So they called each other mate on the news. No, yeah. it is crap. No, politicians, on their news. yeah. Oh, come on, mate. You know, that's Look, not mate, true. that's a crock you're giving us there. All right, it's the news now. Right, there's a lot <laughs> kicking off. Look out your window. Look at the weather as well with bloody bacon. You know, that's no way to run a country, is it? They're quite Where's laid your back. They're laid back. Yeah, well, they want to back their ideas up, mate. We're in the middle of a bloody great big global holy war. In case you ain't noticed, I'm trying to bring about peace. The only way I know how, showing off, and it's going quite well. <clears throat> Should we listen to another record? Right, then we've got to do some more jingle race war. We might do some more anecdotes. I want to know what the bloody hell you've been up to, Matthew. And I'm trying to think. I know it is, because you miss me so much, you just drink yourself stupid and sleep all the time. I just rock back and forth in my bedroom, watching yeah. your DVD. Watching that. Pause old... it. I'm watching slow motion. This is where his hair goes on his face. There it is. Oh. <laughs> it's probably better oh, in slow motion. No, I, uh, um, I, don't, I don't know. I've been going out, you know. You know me. Drinking. Do your work. Get on with your job. For Christ I've been writing. I've pressure. been doing stuff. Well, back your ideas up, lad. None of us is getting any younger. You're meant to be over here, aren't you? When are you coming? Um, right. I'll be over there 
in about a month, I reckon. A month? Yeah. That's ages. Come sooner. You'll be Bring there, you're there well. for three months, aren't you? I don't know what goes on. Listen, I've got an e-letter here. It's from someone called Joan Silver. Did you know that on Friday the 15th of February, Richard and Judy ran a feature on a man that carved things out of cheese? He made a sculpture of your head out of cheese. You should ask them if you could have it. Can there be any greater honour than being immortalised in cheese, hmm? Like mm. David before me, like Beethoven bust on a piano, a gorgeous cheese Russell Brown I'd like to head. see that, though. That'd be quite good. Well, apparently then the next day, on Loose Women, Carol McGiffin got given a cheese head, like, as a gift of my head. Well, so it must have been the same it? one. I don't think it was two cheese-headed Russell Brands on TV. <laughs> Three, if you count me. I mean, like, it's odd, isn't it? You wait your whole life for a cheese-headed <laughs> Russell Brand to come on TV. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, everywhere you look, there's a variety of cheese-headed Russell Brands. OK, Matthew, do you want to listen to a record? Have we got um, a two-park Shakur record, then? Yeah, we have, actually, yeah. What that? one? California Love. All right. Well, let's listen to California Love by Tupac Shakur. That was uh, inspired by Dave, our engineer here, a man who now looks at me as though I was uh, probably a West, who's probably the closest we can get. Bring up the West. You're obsessed with them. It's because I'm away from home. You miss things. You miss the familiarity. (laughs) 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 Right. I'm nostalgic for them. (laughs) That lovely bowl haircut, that funny cheesy grin that he'd do. (laughs) Lucky biting into my sculpture (laughs) of my head. His gap-toothed lovely face bearing down. All right. So let's listen to uh, California Love. California Love, Tupac Shakur, you listen to Russell Brand on Radio 2, it's Saturday night to you, to me and Matt, it's all kinds of bonkers times. What time is it to you, Matthew Morgan? It's currently quarter to two in the morning. Quarter to two in the morning, oh yes, I remember that, oh that, back. that takes me back. Now last week you may have heard Matt and I discussing a high-pitched sound used to torture youths out of a shop. Hey Russell, Matt and G, last week you were talking about the high-pitched sound which only young people can hear. Here's Whoa. the sound, just Ooh. in case Matt wants to hear... See if he can hear it. See if he can hear it. What a bizarre I just played it here. That's from James Grieg. I can right, hear so it. That's that. G it's can used... hear it. Everyone oh, here can oh, hear it. Oh, my ears! Ah! You won't be able Christ. to hear it. It, oh, won't, no, it won't broadcast to you. It won't broadcast to you. No, but hold on. My ears are so young and sensitive, I can hear it across the Atlantic. Your old ears. <laughs> You're not the BFG's ears. All grey My ears, ears are not like BFG ears. Delicate little ears, like a mouse you or something gorgeous. You can't even hear doorbells anymore. <laughs> oh, what's that, ducks? Oh, who's that looming figure? Have you got any? Are you the gas man? Could I'll have to see some RD, I'm afraid. No, I can um, hear it, and I'm You 30, can't so. hear it, you dirty liar. I can. It's painful. It it's really like horrible. Describe you know when, it. It's, <clears throat> it's so high-pitched that it sort of like itches your brain. Brain itching? Yep. Mm, that's sounds what they call right. it. That's what the scientists have said. That's what they're saying, is it? You square liar. Hello, says Alex Rogue. Uh, hello, Russell and Matt. Especially you, Matt. In Matt Morgan's hometown of Dartford, a tragedy has occurred. One of Dartford's finest tramps, Mad Kev, sadly died. I know Matt to be a fan of old Kev. I thought I'd pass on the news so you can grieve together on the show. Matt, did you know Mad Kev? Yeah, I did. Yeah, he's quite famous in Dartford. Mad Kev, Monkey Allen was another one, wasn't he? Yeah, Monkey Allen. Lost him a few years ago. They're tr- What's happening to these guys? I don't know. Beedle, Mad Kev, Monkey <laughs> Allen. <laughs> Who's next? 
When will you be sated, Lord? When will you be sated? <laughs> I listened I listen to an old podcast. There used to be an item on this show called Send Us a Photograph of Tramps That Look Like Matt. An item didn't that we take had off, to close. did it? Because none of them do. It closed down because we Send were inundated. It broke the internet. Transvestites so look like Russell. <laughs> tramps That Look Like Matt. If you were to Google Tramps That Look Like Matt, you'd get more responses than you would if you put in big boobs. <laughs> and I know, because I regularly do both. <laughs> Every day. And sometimes I get all topsy-turvy and giggle at the big boobs and jolly myself a milk glove over tramps that look like Matt. Oh, you so are a revolting like man. <laughs> am I revolting? Am I? Or am I so not revolting that it's gone all the way around to seeming like I'm revolting? Hmm? That's my new catchphrase. Bear that in mind. That's going to take snappy. off. <laughs> no, well, what about Bruce's catchphrase? It's nice to see you, see you nice. That's just some sounds. It's ridiculous, he's isn't been, it? He's been doing it years. No one said anything. Nice to see Hello. you, to see you nice. Nice to see you, to see you nice. Nothing just prepared. Just gives the same information twice, and the second time in a bad syntax. Very bad syntax. You can't build a career around bad syntax. You can't even build you a bad terrorist campaign around it. bad semtex. Look, what... Are you what? How dare you? My mangled grammar is poetic. I'll have you know. <laughs> so, Matt Goss is coming on in a minute. <clears throat> it's good, isn't it? I was thinking actually earlier. You know, in s that snap song when he goes, "I'm serious as cancer." Rhythm is yeah. a dancer, right? Yeah. Rhythm is a dancer doesn't doesn't make sense. So he's undermined is... cancer. Yeah, think about it. Rhythm is not a dancer, is it? You can because... dance to a rhythm, but you... yeah, rhythm, rhythm itself is a is dancer. Not... What does that mean? Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Rhythm on its own couldn't do the dance itself, could it? Could, couldn't introduce it on top yeah. of the pops instead of Pan's people. Here it is, but rhythm. He's, he's saying, I'm so serious about this meaningless expression <laughs> that I'm going to say the C word in a song. I'm going to compare it to cancer. Yeah. <laughs> My lovely new elbow braids, they're as serious as AIDS. You haven't got elbow braids. Well, that's how I feel. Good night. This guy is diminishing... <laughs> Illnesses everywhere he goes. Aussie News, Nick Philp's vicar's son, has just come in here, written Aussie Newscaster on a piece of paper, then stuffed it down his pants. Like, I told you there's Australian newscasters here. <gasps> here is one, it's an Australian newscaster. Hello, sir. How do you do? All dressed up as well, look. Come right in and Stop share a microphone with on. me. What's your name, sir? My name's Robert Penfold. This is Robert Penfold. Here is some Australian news. I'm yeah. Russell Brand. Hello, Robert. Robert, it's lovely to meet you. Now, G'day. on G'day. my medium, there is no visual element, so you must always be either speaking or listening to me speaking. Uh, right. what, I'll watch this. Have you done a news broadcast today, sir? We have done some news here today, yeah, indeed. Go on, what's going on? Okay, well, we've been, uh, well, we've been looking at a lot of things. We're, we're interested at the moment in the new Britney law. You heard about that one? Yes, new Britney law. That's Britney must never wear knickers when she leaves the house, ever. <laughs> That's right. Well, what, the one that we're doing is where they're clamping down on the paparazzi. Oh, I'm clamping well, down on her knickers. interesting. <laughs> What's happening? They're clamping down on the paparazzi? Yeah, that's right. They're starting to move in on them because, you know, they've been chasing Britney all over the place and everybody else, annoying everybody, blocking the footpaths. So, you know, you can't even get into a decent restaurant these days if, because you know, if these damn paparazzi everywhere. I'll tell so. you what, Robert, now I'm not claiming it's a Britney Spears-style problem, that, you know, 
know, in my case, but sometimes my genitals are fully visible <laughs> to hundreds of people. Now, I see a paparazzi the other day, big fat fella just wearing socks. He got out of his car, he just had socks on, he hadn't even put shoes on. What kind of paparazzi is that, Robert Penfold? Right. LA is full of that, you know. Los Angeles, you know, you're going to be in trouble while you get here. I think that you should get down and meet some of the paparazzi because they need somebody interesting to talk to. They get very bored there. They stand around for hours at a time, they tell us, and they really want a bit oh, of they'll be all right now, entertainment. I'm fame hungry <laughs> vulture. I shall, I shall stand outside my Amityville mansion, haunted mouse droppings filled nightmare. Now, hold on. You. I haven't finished what else I was doing for today as Ooh, well. We're also that? doing Obama. Here we go. Here is the news. Yeah, Obama and uh, Hillary Clinton as well. Now, that's getting interesting as well. Now, <laughs> the people in Australia really want to know about that. Will they have a black president or a woman president? Looks like it might be one or the other. So the Aussies are fascinated with that story as well. well so when we're not doing, you wouldn't be allowed either, would you? Now Australia's nice. Matt went there. Do you well, want to mate, talk about the cricket? No, you know? no not yet. Yeah, right. Matt, look, I'm not really. That'll I'm be not right. Patriotic. That'll be right for a pommy. No one's going to talk about the All cricket right, from England. It's a big sexist pig. Listen, <laughs> right? My mate Matt's over there in London. He's part of this radio show okay. as well, right? He's right. my co-host now. I want you to talk to... He probably want to talk to you about Australia, because he went to Australia once, he fell off a boat, he's never shut up about it. Matt, let me, t let me introduce you to Robert Penfold, Hello, Australia's Robert. primary uh, newscaster. Uh, you can hear him, can you? Say hello again, Matthew. Go on, dear. Hello, Robert. There, hello, Matt. How are you? Where'd you go? Bondi or Coogee or Manly Beach? I, uh, you wouldn't be on Manly for very long. They'd have him off there in a second. <laughs> Manly Beach is no place manly. for you. You might as well go down Jezebel's Cove. <laughs> no, I lived in Sydney for four months. Were you an illegal working in the pubs, were you, in Sydney? No, or I, didn't, what? I didn't do a, a day of work over there. Nor just... over here. He never works. No, I did four months in Sydney. What a I great place. I enjoyed it a lot. Robert, Apart from Matt, the old heartbreak. Yeah, his heart got a bit broken and he fell off a boat. It was a tedious Did you fall in love with an Aussie over there, did you? I fell in, fell in love with an Aussie over here and then went That's over there. Chased the girl. And then fell off a boat and then we. Then yeah. her parents met you and sent you home again, right? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I had to bail him out of all that, of course. Oh, there's a lot of silly bother. We try not to talk about it. It brings up a lot of ill feeling. <laughs> now, Matt Morgan told me that in Australia, the news is done in what can only be described as an offhand and unprofessional fashion. That's why we wanted Ooh, a genuine newscaster. He said, they go, Oh, come on, mate, that's a load of rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> to, to prime ministers and stuff. Is that it really? can't be true, but yeah, we, we treat our prime minister with a little bit of irreverence occasionally. We don't take him too seriously because he's a boy from the suburbs as well and uh, you know if you want to get to see the prime minister there it's a lot easier you know i know that i used to work as a correspondent in london and trying to get into number 10 downing street well it was a bit of a nightmare you have to go through all that security and all that well if you mm. get into australia you want to see the pm we hang, hang outside the right door you can go to kirribilli house there and out he comes kirribilli house that's yeah. not taking things very seriously it's got a rather nice it? house overlooking the harbour has it? Mm. Okay. Well, I'm very glad you've come on our show. Tell us a bit more bloody news. What What's going on? What else are we on? doing? Oh, okay. Well, uh, don't you think it's been interesting here that the, uh, today the Americans have shot down a satellite? Now, oh, yeah. oh, how interesting is that? Oh, now, of course, the interesting thing about that is only in uh, January of last year, the Americans were furious at the Chinese because they, they shot down a satellite. Yeah, How dare right. they do Double that? Standards. Now, absolutely. And well, you know, I'm doing a story a little bit about. Well, how yeah, come it's up, okay Bob, now for the up, Americans to do hold this? Thing is, right, Bob? When the Chinese shoot down a satellite, five minutes later, they have to shoot down another one. Like, you're still angry. <laughs> come on, Bob. Oh, doesn't, work. Work. doesn't work. <laughs> yes, it does. It does work, man. It officially works. And while we're talking about China, get. 
out of Tibet. I have told you enough times now. They're still in Tibet, and they, are they well, we can ask Bob. He knows the news. Are China still in Tibet? Yeah, they're still hanging around. They're making Get nuisance out. of themselves. Get yeah. out! You're not welcome in Tibet. T are you from Tibet? What are you doing in there? Get out! Right, and they can shoot down satellites if they want. That sounds like a laugh. But this being in Tibet, that's disgraceful. Where's our mate in London? Is he still up? Yeah, he'll be up. He's by now. He's drifted yeah, off into onionism. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what are you doing, Matthew? Drawing my little doodles, listening to you two. His little doodles are hey, his ball Matthew, bags, Robert. Matthew, <laughs> Matthew, how come you missed out on the trip to Los Angeles? Um, I sidestepped, actually. Russell's desperate to get me out there, but, um, you know. He wouldn't fit in out here, Robert. If you could see him, poor sod. It's quite stressful to be around him. Obviously, you've probably, uh, probably done five minutes now and you're starting to <laughs> want to leave. <laughs> I know. You like it here, Robert, well, don't I you? I do, I do. It's, it's, it's a fun place to be, actually. I'm talking Quite about Robert me, me and me. No, that's <laughs> all right. I'm, I'm better still. <laughs> that's the real hot spot in LA these days, somewhere near Russell Brand. They'd like you on Manly, too. It's Beach. Manly, oh yeah, I'd go down well on Manly Beach. I'd go down, I would. Oh, crikey. <laughs> oh, all them phone, for phone, phone, phones. Right, well, Robert, unless you've got any more news, we have to continue with our shows. We've got to go to the English news That's in a minute. Right. All right, I'll get, I'm out of here. Well, I've got some lovely, more serious Robert. stuff to do, but it was great fun. Come on every week and tell us the Australian news. Our new item, Australian news. Make a jingle for that, people listening at home. It'll be something like this. Good day, mate. And then we'll go to you for Australian news with Robert Penfold. Robert Penfold, everyone. <laughs> there he goes. Bye, Robert. And next time we'll talk about the cricket. All right, all right, yes. Yes. Oh, dear, bloody colonies. We should have closed them down when we left. Of course, as though he's descended from criminals, he don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> it was Nick the headphones. <laughs> right, there he goes, old Robert Penfold. <laughs> he was all right. You should have seen his face. He was like a craggy-faced William Macy. You know William Macy? How old was he? He sounded young. He was about 50. Oh, really? he, was, he had a quite nice suit on his top half, and then at the bottom he was just wearing scruffy jeans, because he's a newscaster, so he only cares. Like, you'd think he was going to be wearing a beautiful suit, but then you look at his legs, it's like it's like he's just come out of a farm, like a bumpkin, like two fat twins at the Guinness Book of Records. I'd the whole suit and just feel like I was smart, then wear it to think, I'm getting away with the jeans. But like, look at that! Yeah, you might be enjoying the news, but if you look under the table, I've, I've got, got these one nut out. on. I've got one nut out. Just <laughs> look at that! Out. One single nut. Hey, guess what I've done the other day? I've got a hair clip, right? A hair grip, you know, in bulldog grips. Put it on my one nut. Not the nut itself, the nut skin. Just left it there. for I'll leave that till someone notices. No one noticed for ages. I was Where in agony. Notice? Where were you in a shopping centre? <laughs> Fully clothed. Just hanging outside of school. <laughs> I was just there trying to distribute child knickers. And then I'm the criminal. Me and my charity work. Why did you put a bulldog? Are you really bored out there? Is that why you keep no, asking me to come I'm out? I'm not bored. I am not. I tell you what, I'm not bored. I'm having the time <laughs> of my Dita, life. Dita, Dita, did Marilyn Manson do this? Look, I'm nuts. <laughs> hey, you might have thought Marilyn was close to the edge when he had boobies and a nub on his album cover. I'd like to see him pull his nutsack tight as you like. Look at that. <laughs> there! Dita! Dita! <laughs> oh, I gave that woman everything. Nothing I bet was ever you did. I bet it was so nauseating to watch that. It weren't actually, it was world class chatting up by me. You should have seen me drifting over there like a panther. Over I went. You went oh, to like, her? Well, naturally, I kept oh. going to the toilet until eventually she noticed. <laughs> down my trousers. <laughs> I stank by the end of the evening. <laughs> right, and then, uh, like, eventually she noticed, and then, uh, oh, hello. I goes, oh, hello, yeah, I met you in London, didn't I? And she goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, Did and she remember you? Did she Yes, yes. She was not really Robert looking at me at that point. She was just, she was pressing, she was pressing a rape alarm. <laughs> there was very little eye contact. <laughs> and then, um, then her manager came over and said, you oh, you think that noise is just what the, the noise that women make with men? 
then talk to them. <laughs> yeah, for me, that's... That's a noise. There's a lazy noise. Hello, this is going well. <laughs> it's louder than ever. She must be well turned on. <laughs> yeah. No, we chatted a bit. Was there was one line that you would have loved, Matthew. What was that? I one went, like, line? Uh, it's not a play that you're doing. There's a real person you were boring. Yes, well, I don't know. I'm just thinking of the bookie wook filmy wheel that we're making with Winterbottom now. It's all crisp yeah, for the film, meal. Right? Huh? What that film? I've been, I've been thinking about your film. You're, yeah, my film starring me as me. You, starring yep. you. Yep. Written by you. Yep. What's the problem? It's a bit <laughs> egotistical, isn't it? No. Next question. I, well, hold on. It's got Winterbottom directing it. He's the brilliant one of the best directors in the world. So he'll know what he's doing. Winterbottom's probably lost his mind. Well, I tell you the truth. He has gone a bit quiet and dribbly lately. Has he? Come on, Winterbottom. <laughs> Wake up. Have some more baby food. Making the film. <laughs> Come on, making the film. Russell, can I go back to my family now? No, eat your baby food. You don't need your family. I'm your family now. I write the film. I be in the film. I write the theme tune. I've got I've got mad with power. No, you're right. Yeah, guess what I was invited to do today? Shooting stars, Matt. Imagine that. They're doing a Christmas special shooting stars. Oh, really? Yeah, we'll do it, will we? He'll come. We'll what? do it together. You can be, be under the it. table. I'm wearing a suit on the top half of my body. Jeans are at bottom. <laughs> you can be oiling me up good. Greasing yeah, up my bulldog clipped nut. <laughs> Although the thing with shooting stars is, it's better <laughs> when the guests don't try and be funny. Well, I, you, no one will notice anyway, whether I'm trying or not. It'll just be an embarrassing blur. Hold on, who's been funny? Johnny Vegas was funny on it, so... Yeah, but I he was a regular. Mm, that's true. I'm not regular. I ain't had a whoopsie for a month. <laughs> Bitty. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. But you get on Life, with Bob, eh? don't you? You've met Bob a few times. Yeah, get on, yeah, get on with Bob. Bob's funny. Uh, but, you know, who knows? I think it would be a nice bit of fun to do that. Yeah, you should do it. Is Matt Lucas doing it? Yeah, he's doing George Dawes. That'd be well Brilliant. good, wouldn't it? Yeah. What do you want to do? Listen to a record? How long before our I think we might news? have to go to the news. I'm not sure, though. No, I've got an email. Listen to this. It's from Sarah Moody. Newsy poos. Hello, Russell and fit friends. I suppose that would be my nuts. A little while ago, I was at a conference about young people and the, and the media, and two distinguished professors were debating how to get young people to watch more news. It made me laugh, as one of them, one of them said, perhaps Russell Brand should read the news, and the other one said, yes, but it would have to be called the Newsy poos. And then, as if channeling your flirty spirit, he looked down to the audience and winked at me. It didn't lead anywhere. Love your work, <laughs> Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> That's like me in old America. It never leads anywhere. Just mace, dial tones and rape alarms. What a lot of fun. So, uh, what, is it time for the news yet, Matt? No, we've got a little bit of time. Uh, you're listening to BBC Radio 2. I'm Russell Brand. I'm here with Matt Morgan. No, hold on. Don't be too hasty, Matt. You don't need records, yeah? Remember <laughs> when we tried to break a record? What a shambles that was. Later on, we've got, uh, who we got? Martin Lewis. We might have him on to talk about what it's like in LA. We're also going to have Matt Goss, who I used to have a poster of on the wall when he was in Bross. That's Bros. so worrying, mate. That is yeah. worrying. I think I it was Freddy Krueger, Robocop, Guns N' Roses. That's more worrying, you murderous pig. AC At least DC. I just had a teeny bopper band. Freddy Krueger. Yeah, but you were always self-consciously arch. Oh, look at me, I'm a real nerd. Well, it, wasn't a it wasn't like Freddy Krueger was a paedophile. That's why they set fire to him, because he was noncing kids, mate. Bros, I mean, say what you like about when will I be famous, <laughs> but when they are famous, it won't be because they've been caught with kids' knickers in their drawer. You stop going on about paedophilia. It's disgusting. I know, it's wrong. That's what I'm saying. This is not an oh, advert for it. are you spreading the word? <laughs> I think most yes. people know that. Well, what's happening then? Someone's got to do something. Me. That's who. No, we won't go on about it then. Fair enough. I was just saying how wrong it was. That's all. Just saying how wrong it was. No, but it is, I think it is worrying that you had Bross on your wall. Why? 
What does it indicate to you? Did you look up to them as sort of male heroes? Well, yeah, they well, were you fire thought I'd like to be boy. like them and they could pull girls and stuff. Yeah, that's right. Well, what it was is they well, were really famous. They're <laughs> pretty. Look at them. Oh, look at that little old oh, the two of them as twins. That'd be so bloody confusing. <laughs> one round the front, one round the back, me in the middle, being with my little Craig Logan, ham in a sandwich. I'll oh, be the ham in a sandwich. Don't forget the mustard. <laughs> oh, that tickles. <laughs> yeah, I think I just uh, really, like, because they were really famous and it was all very, like, it was a lot of adrenaline and you I was in Essex. You fame, that's your problem. You're yeah, but fame. I am, that's true, but I'm also a great artist and if I had to work the rest of my life for no money, just performing in front of 20 people in a pub, I'd bloody well kill myself. <laughs> 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 Quick as you like, I wouldn't think twice. I reckon you like Bross so much because of the song, When Will I Be Famous? Yeah, because that was actually my mantra at that time. Just when playing will I be it famous? over and over again. When will I be famous? Punching when your will own I be legs. famous? <laughs> 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 when will I be famous? When will I be famous? <laughs> yeah, God, that went on for ages. Do you remember that when I didn't used to be famous? What a lot of rubbish. Well, it's like that over here, but not for long, because that film, Sarah Marshall, comes out in April, then this Disney one comes out, and I'm making another film with Judd Apatow with me as the bloody great big star of it. So everything's going alright now, plus there's that Winterbottom film. Soon we'll have all the delicious power we need to get Fantasy Island! Paul Hogan effect away. <laughs> Watch out for the whole... Yeah, because actually, thinking about it, in all these films, I do play Twit Scarecrow number one. <laughs> Bondaged up Willy Wonka. This is a haircut. <laughs> Call that some tight perishing jeans? This is some tight perishing jeans. Call that mangled grammar? This ain't not no mangled grammar. <laughs> yeah, no, the, the Hogan effect will be all right. Don't get typecast, you know, do some, do accept a role that's... Who are you playing mm. at the moment in the Adam Sandler thing? I'm playing English twit Mickey. <laughs> 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 yeah, he's like a, a room service waiter, but you know, it's quite good, because he's not like me, because he's a bit grubby and dirty. And doing a menial task. And doing a menial <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't be less How like you me, really. That? Okay, Russell, now you have to bring this guest a cup of tea. Okay, that's fine, I'll just call my PA. CG <laughs> in the, uh, the actual teacup, I'm not carrying anything. <laughs> I don't know, oh my god, what's gonna happen now? And when do I drink it? No, no, you don't drink it, you just give it to that guest. No, well, this is very confusing. Do you learn your lines the night before, learn them, or are you arrogant about it? Me, I just like to riff, yeah? I just like to jam. I just, I'm a bit like Peter Sellers, like Michael Palin said. I just get on the set and just go for it, yeah? Just jam it up, yeah? That's me. I just put a tea towel on me head, reveal a nipple and just, hey, see what happens. It'll be alright. Disney, yeah, is this enough? News. What? Yeah, it was... No, we've got... No. <laughs> you idiot. Is <laughs> so that how you announce news off. when I'm not in the country? Is that what you do? We've got... I'm telling a brilliant anecdote. No, no, brilliant, I was trying to tell you that we have we've to got... go to the news, but I didn't want right. to go... Russell, we have to go... Alright, well, you could, that would have at least been clear. This is... It's alright. Never be worried when we've got news, Matt. You just tell me, and I'll Russell handle it. <clears throat> Here is an announcement for you guys. <laughs> this is BBC Radio 2, online, on digital, and on 88 and 901 FM. Burr, burr, burr. Bloody old nose. Sweet and sour, that's the John Spencer Blues Explosion. That would have to be my third favourite one of their records. You're listening to Russell Brand <laughs> on BBC Radio 2. That was the news, all them things that just happened. I'm here, of course, with Matt Morgan. You're right, mate? Very well, as always. You sound much more upbeat than I've ever, well. ever heard you. Consistently well, good on you. Mr G, the Poet Laureate, who will summarise this show at its nadir or end or finish or close, its nadir is pretty much perpetual, is also present. But furthermore, we have childhood hero of mine and member of Group Bross, Matt Goss. Hello, Matt Goss. How are you, mate? 
Oh, really good. Oh, well, there's some girls in this studio, and they just, there was actual open-mouthed awe occurred at the sound of your voice. I, I, I hear that you get quite a lot of that as well. Well, yeah, I get a little bit of open-mouthed awe, but that's <laughs> if you drop an H off the beginning of the last <laughs> word there. Uh, it's nice of you to come on, mate. How are you? Very well, thank you. You're quite a gentle, a mellow gentleman, I see. Pretty mellow, yeah. I, you know, I find it works that way. I suppose it's good, because immediately I've felt that I've had to lower to calm myself down a little bit, because I myself, particularly on the radio, operate on a frequency of high intensity. <laughs> but once I've heard you, Matt Goss, it's but calmed it's me right yeah, down. Radio. Mm, well, yes, shit. but it's... Do you know what, Matt? I've got several inquiries of you. You know that when Bross was going on? Yeah. Was that all all right, or did it make you go mad? Um, it was a laugh at the time. It was, uh, it was a pain in the ass pretty much three or four years after it and now I'm, I'm actually pretty proud of it and it's come back round and you know my life's great thankfully and uh, you know but at the time it was a really good laugh but it, it was kind of a it was a pain afterwards you know with all what went down and everything and we, it was kind of we were learning as we were going so you know I'm really you're proud of those days you were only 18 weren't you mate I was, was actually just just turned 18 we were 17 when it, we kind of agreed to go with the management and crack on and then 18 when we signed the contract 19, I think we're 19 when we know our first number one, so... Bloody hell, yeah, yeah. mad. Yeah, so that would send you a bit barking. Yeah. Did you take advantage of the situation with, uh, girls hurling themselves at you? <laughs> I did, now and then, but not really in England. <laughs> really? As far away as, in as England as possible, but no, now and then you did, but it was, um, it was tough because it was just so manic, it was like, unfortunately, they, they kind of wanted to just grab a piece of your hair and... Right. ...and they could, rather than what they should have been grabbing hold of, really. I understand that, Matt, because there's been situations myself, right? Here's two phenomena, which I imagine from your last statement you'll be familiar with. Here's, uh, phenomena one. If finding yourself in a situation in a hotel, uh, masturbating and thinking, well, this can't be right that I'm doing this. There's all those people prepared to have sex with me, and look at me, masturbating like a monkey in a zoo. No, Are you familiar with that there. phenomenon? I, I can't lie, I've definitely been there, and, and uh... Yeah. Why am I fantasising about this woman? Why aren't I just... Why aren't she next to me? But... Yeah. Yeah, it does tend to happen, but... but yeah. It's sometimes that... Sometimes that's all you need, though, mate, you know. Sometimes it's good just to keep the... Yeah. It's sort of like self-administered bromide. The other thing, uh, the other phenomena, Matt Goss, was, uh, like, say you, there'll be a, a, a groupie or a woman or female or one of those, and uh, they'll come to the... You'll go, ah, oh, they'll go, oh, my God, it's you, oh, how amazing. He'll go, yes, yes, it is me. Come with me to this vestibule or dressing room or something, and then go, right, shall we have sex then? And they go, oh, no, I just wanted an autograph. Well, bloody hell, I was prepared to have actual sex, and you want a lousy, stinking, wretched autograph? Don't blame them no, for I that. Heard, I've heard, I remember one time I was in bed with a girl, and I was like, yeah, I met so-and-so here, and she was, uh, talking about another singer she'd met in the same yeah. hotel, which was a bit disconcerting. Yeah, uh, right, that's all. Because then you think, oh, no, I'm just a yeah, list exactly. of pop stars. Exactly. Yeah, quite right, Matt Goss. Like, so, go on, where, <laughs> do you live in Los Angeles now, mate, did you say? I do, I live in L.A., I'm, I just actually just finished, or seven days away from finishing my new record. And right, I you like were. Yeah, man, it's nice. Do you? Because we're not familiar with it entirely. The girls that I'm with now, just their little eyes lit up again. Oh, he lives in LA, as if to say, shall we go and um, try and trouble him? No, we won't travel, yeah. Matt Goss. How's your new record gone, mate? What sort of stuff is it? It's, um, I don't know, just, I've been listening to a lot of, like, the Zero Seven stuff, Portis Head, and. Mm. I a lot of the Scar stuff when I was a kid, was, was special. I certainly do. 
Not least, I was scarred by the memory of Bross. It scorched its way right into me. I was obsessed with Bross, I'll have you know. I had a poster <laughs> up on the wall. It was you, your brother, and Craig Logan sat on the front of a yacht. I'd sit looking at that picture of you three on the front of that yacht, thinking, one day, one day I'll be on a yacht with Matt, Luke, and Craig. That day has never happened, but perhaps it could, could it? Well, we should. Well, if you come out, we'll, we'll, we'll get a yacht. We'll have a laugh. I'd like that, mate. I'd no, like a yacht. No, none of that. <laughs> Matt, if we find ourselves in a situation where we're having to self-indulge, I'll yeah. swim to the shore and, dr and drag a groupie back in the middle of one of a rubber ring. <laughs> if that's what I have to do, I'd rather do it in a dolphin's blowhole than see you, a teen idol, reduced to that. Matt, thank you so much for coming on. What's your new album called? It's the working titles, Pins and Needles. Mmm, like it. Nice. Pins and needles. Be careful, though, with those, cos, well, it can be difficult to walk and people will think you're ridiculing them. Right, che cheers, Matt. Take it easy, mate. Yeah, you too, mate. Ah, oh, Matt Goss there. He was lovely, wasn't he? All gentle. I reckon it, that when the poster <clears throat> was on your wall... Yeah. Matt Goss can see out of all the posters. Oh, no. And this way he's so jaded now. He <laughs> <laughs> saw what you were telling. He saw you me. On your yacht. You think you're better than me, don't you? <laughs> well... You're gorgeous, too. <laughs> oh, you make me so angry. Oh, how can I stay mad at you? Oh, look at you on your yacht. Oh, my gross bottle tops come undone. I'm so bloody furious. <laughs> oh, I loved him. I loved He was my favourite one, because he was the singer. Matt's singer, Luke's a drummer. Craig just, I don't know what he does. I think he's there to be the brown-eared one. Craig was the drummer, wasn't he? And then no, he left. No, Luke was the drummer. I've told you this no. umpteen times, no. man. Really? Yes! Yes! Look, don't... Look, I want to talk to you about, oh, I don't know, Ledley Zeppelins. <laughs> so don't talk to me about bros. <laughs> them boys, their every move, I studied them. I loved them, those light, them lads. They was a window of possibility for me. Yeah, it was quite interesting, though, wasn't it, when we were talking about sex and that? I know it's you piped up, Matt. Yeah, because you? you think it's your God-given right when a woman comes up to a, to you and asks for an autograph. You think, yeah, yeah, yeah sex she wants, really. Don't autograph. do it, Professor Yaffle, boy. My name was a piece of paper, or my willy is you. We will fix it. We will fiddle it. We will make something we that will looks like her like off and ask her not to give the papers. <laughs> <laughs> we will smother it. We will cover it. We'll call it the clean news of the world. We'll do a column if you don't print that. <laughs> <laughs> this week in News of the World, Russell writes, please then print a story about an orgy. <laughs> Russell Brand does exclusive photo shoot dressed as Wurzel Gummy. With single tear in the eye. Just <laughs> this little chick. <laughs> a terrifying Look, story. <laughs> Look, a lot of my <laughs> brilliant journalism may or may not be <laughs> to suppress stories about that orgies. The Guardian sports column, I mean, that's just to suppress some hideous giving on in Berkshire. <laughs> and, uh, does it, do I have to do a sports column this week as well? Yes, yes we've had a dreadful letter. Photos. A girl in Halifax has just said you rode a bicycle <laughs> through her boob. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm sorry about that. I better give you my views on the UEFA Cup. <laughs> that midget is still very angry. <laughs> <laughs> Little people, they're called. I made that mistake. Very nearly cost me an hand job. <laughs> hey, read all about it. <laughs> Listen, oh you grubby little tyke. Right, saying things like that. What was it you done last week? Grassed up a burglar. I was the two I was listening to as well when you uh, when you were 
brassing up them builders to the council. Good. Do you remember that? Yeah. They were, Polluting they were the atmosphere. Having, I care about this planet. You don't care about the planet. They were having a lovely campfire like Rocky, and you couldn't bear it, could you, <laughs> Neil Mangle? Get <laughs> on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Neil Mangle. <laughs> You told me you found her attractive or something. I remember you telling me you liked... Oh, that was it. You thought it was quite sexy that you never saw her husband. No, I like the way she shook and all. (laughs) All that shit. No, that was Helen Daniels when she had a stroke. Oh, yeah, I liked it when she had that stroke. She was always sort of smiling. I thought, there's nothing you can do that wipe that smile off her face. She was smiling on one side of her face. (laughs) You'll be laughing on the other side of your face when (laughs) I finish with you, Helen. Oh, no, it's still the same side, that bloody stroke. (laughs) (laughs) Helen Daniel. Sorry, that's probably out of order what you said there. It wasn't a real stroke, it was a neighbour's stroke. No, it was a real stroke. It's like a party in neighbours and there's four people there and the lights are on. No, listen, no, it isn't. The actress Helen Daniels had a stroke, so they wrote it in. So the poor cow didn't get sacked as well as having a stroke. Really? Yes, I'd like, self- that, I'd like that to be verified in Australian news right. next week. Hello, good day, mate. It's Robert <laughs> Penfold. I will stand too close to you. I will rub me nuts against your leg and I will What's keep dragging up cricket. him off for having bad uh, knowledge of physical space, personal yeah. space. You come looming up at me. Look who's like, talking, you. Hey, I only loom at people if there's a very real chance of sex. You loom all over everyone. I do not loom over. When did you last see me looming? Looming on me. You loom on me all the time. You give me cuddles. I have to go into sort of brace procedure. (laughs) Brace, brace. A bag will drop down from the ceiling. Brace, brace. Russell will cuddle you too hard. And then you will (laughs) fall into the seaside. Um, Oi, now shut up for a bit. What are we supposed to be doing? Uh, Jingles we could do. Probably all sorts of important things going on here. Hold on, listen to this. When will I... Will I be famous? Woohoo! Now! That's when. Now is when I'll be famous. When will I be famous? Ah! Uh, it should be changed to. When will I be famous, sir? When will I be famous, sir? No, but Wait, you could just use I? that and then add different countries to the end. Yeah. When in Australia! Will I, <laughs> when, will I, when will I be famous? Zimbabwe! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> <laughs> when will I, will I be famous? Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll soon all be nice and famous. It'll be all right. It'll be good. That's when I'll start the old revolution, bring about some enlightenment. That's when you can have a film made peace. about you when you ch- when you have a revolution <clears throat> on the whole planet or something. Then no, you but this is early film. life. We'll do a sequel. Look, I never it's came up with the idea. Wars. Which thing you are, Luke Skywalker? Then <laughs> <laughs> he bravely went to drama school. <laughs> For, for three months. <laughs> and then long against ago, all in a galaxy that's this one, and not that long ago, really. <laughs> Quite a man recently, who's in the papers in, every day did some stuff that he talks about. Memory, a man <laughs> went to a drama school in the galaxy. It's like, it's like making a biopic about a seagull that's flying past as you're watching it. It's ridiculous. <laughs> There it is, the seagull. Well, that one, who we can still say, yes, yes, the film about the seagull, who's there. There he is. Well, that just shows you, because Jonathan Livingston's seagull is one of the great self-help seagull books of our generation. You stuck-up little prick. Seagulls can't read. It's not aimed at them. It's about a seagull and how it flew higher than all the other seagulls and dived down and had more balls than the other seagulls, laughing at him, cawing at him from the cliff edges. for me. Yes, it is for children. The brightest minds. The minds of the future. For children? 
Yeah, they need help. Now listen to me, Matthew. Look, it's very clear that the film will be a trilogy. First part, Before Famous. Second part, well, you're watching that now. That is that film. That's happening now. Third part, Revolutionary Utopia, China leave Tibet, get rid of the one world global conspiracy, get old Ikey Pikey a job. It's going to be great. Everyone will be on the team. Dickie Dawkins will be on board. Matt Goss, Minister for Sex Appeal or something. It's going to be lovely. Don't fight it. And that's the last time I'll say that, because I'm not writing any more <laughs> articles for the news of the world. <clears throat> now, I've got a lovely little letter here. It's from a person from Michael Winterbottom, saying, <laughs> I've made a dreadful mistake. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Winterbottom approached me about that film. He read that brilliant, top-selling bookie wook I wrote out of my splendid brain, and he said, do you want to make it into a film? I said, yes, I do. He goes, who would you like to play you? I simply raised an eyebrow, and he went, ah. <laughs> <laughs> And then for the rest is mystery. So this is from Andrew, look. Dear Russell and his oppo, Matt, here are two old browned newspaper cuttings I thought may titillate you. I usually have them stuck up with other bits and bobs in my kitchen boiler. Here they are. Well, this is interesting from Andrew. Here's the headline of one of the things that young Andrew has caught, kept, rather. Pervert caught having sex with a pig. I should have handed in my column earlier that week. <laughs> <laughs> a man has been arrested after having sex with a pig. The pervert was caught in the act by a passerby who spotted him abusing the animal at an inner city farm. Police arrived within 10 minutes of receiving a 999 call and arrested the 72 year old who was naked from the waist down. Lynn oh, Bennett. He's doing well. <clears throat> For the age thing, I mean, not the... Well, I don't know, Matt, if it's a tremendous triumph for a 72-year-old man to be out having sex with a pig. I don't think the first thing he thinks would be, Good on him! You're fighting back the clock! I'll spare time! That must have been... No, pig's a powerful animal, and he's an old man. <clears throat> That's true. Perhaps it was a docile pig. I mean, it's in an inner-city farm. It might have lost its smarts. It might have lost its rural street smarts. I don't like well, the expression smarts. front sort of paws in the trough. Do they have paws? Trotters. Trotters. All you want to do is give it a firm kick in the trotter. Kick that it so it. its head goes into a fence and it can't move. <laughs> Listen, I would never have sex with that dear pig. I'm a vegetarian. Well, how do you know start. which pig it is then? Well, because I just was the you one ran a little piggy wig. prostitute thing from Hackney Zoo, <laughs> didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> I do remember finding Miss Piggy from The Muppet Show very attractive, so it's not beyond the realms of possibility, but that was probably because she was so demanding. I was Some disturbed pig... that you could see <clears> in her mouth and it didn't go anywhere. That's true. Yeah, that's what put me off her eventually. How do they what breathe? Was the point in that? <gasps> Where's the satisfaction in jamming that up? Also, Nostrils. Thing with, look, what I liked with Miss Piggy was that she was so domineering. Like, you know, so I wouldn't like you some pig... You don't like dominant women? I like dominant pigs, not oh, that right. poof in that farmyard <laughs> that lets some old man come up and finish himself <laughs> off. Put up a fight, Porky. Was it a big? In, was it a pig girl? Let's see, Matthew. Read on. Uh, uh, Lynn Bennett, the pig. <laughs> 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 Very formal. <laughs> Lynn Bennett, manager of Stepping Stones Farm in Stepney. <laughs> <laughs> like you said, stepping across. Dum 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 dum. Stepping <laughs> across the species. In Stepney, East London, said the man appeared to have deliberately targeted their most passive pig. <laughs> <laughs> he targeted the most passive one. Well, that one's got a bit of blood in its pencil. I'll steer clear of that yeah, one. He's got a bit of get up and go. I'll leave him alone. Hello? Hello? That one's like a poor customer. Hello? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just chowing down on some cud. I don't know what pigs eat. Swill, that's what they love. Yeah. He deliberately targeted their most passive pig. Also, how come they had a league of pigs? passivity, judging the pigs. One day it might be passive, the next minute it might be like a little pig Donald Trump. <laughs> little wig on making millions! <laughs> she 
added, if he'd picked- Haha, <laughs> this is well funny. She added, if he'd picked on one of the others, he would have been in serious trouble. <laughs> they would have done him some damage. Why didn't they all join in and protect the passive one? I don't they just think watched, didn't they? I think they probably got off on it. Pig societies aren't organised like that, Matt. They're not. They don't act like in little herds. They don't have a legal system. Pigs, do they? I suppose, and they just they probably associate humans with food or like being a vet or something. So they just thought, yeah. Well, Doris this is having a bit of a strange experience, but let's not intervene. Hands-on vet. What an unusual <laughs> thermometer. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, you're right. They just associate us with food, of course. Yeah, and that's what that poor old 72-year-old man was able to exploit. Mind you, I feel a bit sorry for the 72-year-old man. If you find yourself in a situation where to pass the time of popping down to a city farm to have it off of a pig, you know, that's a, a cruel indictment on daytime television, isn't it? <laughs> Put yeah. something better on. Uh, it's, obviously, it wasn't the day that Marchie's head was on. Or he likes humans, but he couldn't go human. I reckon you start at a human, don't you? You sort of think, well, there's no humans available. Pig. Because, like, pigs, in scientific experiments, they call them ver the horizontal humans. That's why there's that band called the long pigs, because pigs are so similar to us genetically. And I imagine, you know, that would be of some comfort <laughs> as you <laughs> stepped across the stepping stones, looking for the most vulnerable nitwit <laughs> in that whole damn herd. It's a very thing. strange phenomenon. Whose phone's that now? Not mine again. Oh, here we go. Another set-up phone call. Oh, oh, the actor Jason Siegel. <laughs> it is the actor Jason Siegel, but I won't take that because I don't want any stil stilted conversation on our radio show when we've been doing so well. I'll ring him back in a minute. He's a nice lad. It's him that wrote Forgetting Sarah Marshall, in which I appear as Aldous Snow, the rock star. Brilliant bit of acting. When's by that me, coming that. out? I'm not trying to promote it. I'm just generally uh, April interested. the 18th. April the 18th in this country, and I believe it's April the 23rd in the UK. If it's acting you want to see, go and see that. Me playing a person whose hair is slightly different. <clears throat> Uh, do you want to hear another news story sent by the same person, yes, Andrew, please. who sent us that? Formosa reports ape boy discovery. Tapia Formosa, February the 3rd. A Formosan newspaper has reported the discovery of a 13-year-old boy who looks like a hairless ape, climbs tree with simian agility, and lives on snakes and insects. Also, he's a massive Bross fan. <laughs> no, I'm being silly there. Uh, lives on snakes and insects. The United Daily News said the boy is the son of an Aboriginal family in central Formosa. It described him as three feet eight with feet bigger than those of a normal man. The paper said the boy walks like an ape, utters only meaningless sounds, and is fascinated by the colour red. So there he is, that crazy little ape boy. Monkeys aren't fascinated by the colour red, are they? Um, no, I don't think so. What did you do then? What are you doing? Drinking Scratching booze? Scratching my back. Why oh, are you accusing me of drinking? I'm not drinking. I haven't drank for about four days. Nicola just looked at her watch when I said that you were drinking booze. Like, oh, bloody hell, what's wrong with him? Christ, I just went out into the corridor. I see Will Ferrell, Zach Zodiac, <laughs> Jimmy Gabinsky. They're all out there living it up. Hollywood Joe, the Snoopy, <laughs> the old bunch having the time of their lives out there. Right, okay, well, let's do. Uh, have we got to do a new item gay? Yeah, let's do our regular item gay. Do you know where the jingle is, Matthew? Yeah, I can just sort that out now. Let's have a little right. look. Time now for my regular item gay. Hello, thanks for joining us for my regular item gay. This is from Tim. Hey, I'm Tim from Cambridge. I'm 15. For a while, I thought that my best friend Shirley's gay. This is always the same one. Where's that one? We've got a letter from someone going, your gay problems are always the same gay problem. He said, I'm a gay man and I'm wondering where to go on holiday. How about that? So, well, I wonder if we should send this fellow on holiday. Los Angeles. If, it, if it's oh, mouse yeah, droppings you like. What? There's a what? mansion you can stay in, so it's the experiment, you know. Put a bulldog you... clip on your balls and <laughs> chill out with the lads. 
bulldog yourself up and settle down for a chilly night of mouse-dropping-infested hell. Look, if he wants to come here on holiday, this lovely gay lad, he's more than welcome. Anyway, Tim from Cambridge, he thinks he's best for you, blah, blah, blah. It's that usual thing where they think they're gay. Look, just have it off if you're gay. Have it off of a bloke. Here, here's this thing. Rupert O'Sullivan. I'm gay and I love your weekly item. It's wonderfully amusing. However, why is it always the same problem? Poorly broadcast by an egomaniac. <laughs> no, why is it always the same problem? I'm out of the closet and I don't need any advice on whether or not I should come on to my best mate. Hello. What, what I do want to know, hello, what I do want to know is where to go on holiday this year. Can you help? Yeah, Los Angeles. Yeah, but that's, is that specifically for a, you know, a gay-tinged holiday? Tinged? You little... Homophobe. No, you know, like themed, like gay, he wants a holiday. Well, you said tinged. You well, said tinged it like some yellow in pants. Yes, it would. Oh, there's a you tinge go, oh, of filth. This wine's up your got knickers. a tinge of fruit in it. You want to say this wine's got a fruit? Another bit of homophobia. You dirty little homophobe. Oh, this bit of soft <laughs> furniture is a right puff. You are a homophobe, I'm young not. man. Ain't ya? No. Ain't ya? Right, well, okay, coming on the Los Angeles, if you want to go somewhere there's a lot of gay in it, well, actually, there's a thriving gay community here. Some of the AA meetings I go to, I'm lucky to escape with my life. <coughs> Lovely, though. <laughs> nice. <girl. laughs> lot of attention That's not for us. at all. Oi! Well, it's cute when I do it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know my own strength. I don't have no normal boundaries. Other than a zoo. Look, okay, let's put on a record, shall we? Or we, we've done that regular item, gay. Go on holiday to here, Los Angeles. It's a good gay community, plus there's me. Um, Dita Von Tees ain't gave me a bell lately, so, you know, I'm up for anything. Why don't you call her now, please? Go on. Just what You've do you mean got a number. You've got her number. Yeah, but it's embarrassing. Just phone her up on air, it'll be funny. Please phone her up on it. Look, I'm walking a knife edge here, trying to get Just myself a Hollywood bird. And you think the way to do that is, hey, Dita, I've done it on the radio. Just tell her now it's on the radio. Just tell her later. Get her tell consent. her later? What if I balls it up? What if you balls it up telling her what I'm like? Hey, I won't say anything. Then? I'll be quiet. Just go, oh, hi, dear. It's Russell. Just go on, please. I have worked so hard to build a liar for personality out here, <laughs> and you could bring that house of cards tumbling down in one false. Yeah, because she might say, oh, Russell, yeah, hi, the inventor of the speedboat, or some oh, lie that you've told her. A ball, a ball! Hang out, hang out! Oh, Dieter's bonkers. Oh, Dieter, no wonder she was married to Marilyn Monroe. Oh, bye-bye! <laughs> <laughs> now, go on, it'll be funny. Come on, for oh, the name of comedy. For the name of comedy? For its name? In the name, in maybe. The name. In the name. In the name of the father. In the, the come on. In the name of the farmer. Ring Dieter. <laughs> you silly arse. <laughs> you silly arse. <laughs> Look, I don't want to ring up Dieter Von Tees. I'm nervous. Go on. Do it. You well, owe she it. don't answer. You owe it to this country that you've abandoned. You're right. You're right. I do owe Great Britain something, don't I? It's about time I give something back to old Britain. Dita. Right. <clears throat> Here it is in my phone. <gasps> what if she answers? What then, Matt? Don't worry. Just put it on the loudspeaker. Don't, yeah. Matt, don't nose it up, alright? I will right? not do anything, I swear to God. Right, what am I going to say to her? What's my objective? Um, just say, do oh, do you want to go for a drink? Yeah, but I don't want to go for a drink. I feel sick and nervous. Oh, no, now I can't even hear if it's ringing. It's not go to loudspeaker. You rang Hold it on. already. Go on. Yeah, I'm dialing it. It's ringing. Hold on. Hold on, where is it? Where does that noise? Can you hear that noise? Is that coming out, probably? Yeah, I can hear something. Ringing away. Right, I'll just be my normal self, yeah? Yeah. Right, what am I like again? <laughs> what a ridiculous man! 
Go on. Hold on. No, I won't press five. I don't want to page him. Oh, hi, uh, uh, Dita. This is, uh, Russell, just ringing up, really, just, uh, to see if you're still interested in my speedboat and various charity events that I mentioned. Uh, so, uh, yeah, if you do want to do these charity <laughs> events and speedboats... Matthew, stop it! Oh, no, no, that's actually happening to Dita. Uh, all right, Dita, uh, this is Russell. Look, I've been, I'm on my radio show. I mentioned that I'm, I mentioned that I met you the other day. And then my friend Matt's made me do this, and it's on the radio. It's not... I don't think it's live. Look, we'll edit it out. I'm, oh, I can only apologise. Dita, please forgive me. Oh, God. Don't let me die alone. Well done, Matt. The one woman I've ever truly loved, ruined. Ruined by bros. This is simultaneously the best day and the worst day of my life. Prophetic. What's that noise? I've put a phone, I've put a phone down now, haven't I? It's the mice. They're trying to fix it for you. Oh, the mice might just be able to fix it. Let's bring it back. If anyone can fix it, it's the best. Octopus mice. Those guys are optimists. Oh, you oh man. Well, thanks up, a you? lot. You promised you wouldn't do anything, and I then you know, you I couldn't know. bear to see me happy, could you? You couldn't bear it. I might be able to get away from you, settle down, and have a family. <laughs> you sick of me? Well, me and Dieter von T's could have been raising little perverts together, and you ruined it. I hope you oh, can I look did yourself that for in your the mirror. Own good. Why? How's that my own good? You don't I've need never her. been so lonely. You don't need her. I've been counting mouse droppings to fall asleep at night. Nine there are! Nine! Oh, what a carry-on. Never mind, eh? I suppose I'll be alright. I'll meet someone one day, will I? Mm. Will I? No. No. Someone will won't. probably stick around long enough to talk about someone. You. Perhaps it'll be when I'm in a wheelchair. <laughs> 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 oh, God! What's the point? Never mind. That's not going to look good, that answer phone message, is it? What's well, she no, going to think? think? you're an idiot. She's a sophisticated woman! Why did you do that? Oh, why? Oh, God, I'm like Icarus. I flew too close to the sun. I could have really had it all. <laughs> 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 oh, well, never mind. Cameron uh, Diaz is next door. I just jump over the fence <laughs> when I get in with me knob out. <laughs> Cameron! Cameron! <laughs> I tell you, I'm not with Dita no more. <laughs> do you want to try and say bowling? Oh, what God. a cock up. What a cock up. That's good that well, you did it though. DSC, comedy first, women second. That's now always been my policy. And ball him out <laughs> for something. <laughs> something really hey, Sean. little. <laughs> well done, I've eaten mouse droppings now. <laughs> Thanks for paper me. plate in Diana Ross's house. <laughs> like a little tiny picnic, like they was raisins <laughs> or something. Like poppets. Like little mouse dropping poppets, they was. Look, all right, come, let's put on a record while we regroup. Okay. After all the chaos. Black keys? Well, yeah, I mean, that would probably be the sort of omen my dirty mansion requires. There ain't even keys to my mansion. That little woman in them red gloves guy goes, where's the keys to the house? She goes, you don't need keys. The house is quite safe. You've got a security gate around it. Like what? That. How'd you get in and out? You just walk in and out, regardless of who you are. That's Burger ridiculous. and that. Dita Von Tees, a mouse with diarrhoea, it don't matter. Stroll in and out. Cameron Diaz, after a cup of sugar. Oh, I've never known the like. Hang you must have a, like, door code. No, I don't remember that. Well, I know, no, there is, there is a door Oh, Nicholas says she remembers it, but she, that'll be out of her head on the, when the way home she claims to have seen the Beatles. But, okay, look, let's just, let's listen to the Black Keys and try and get everything back to okay, normal. regroup. I, I should have pressed one if you want to re-record your message. <sighs> 
What's that, DA? You want to get back together with me? <laughs> yes, please. I think you're real attractive. All right then, DA. Right, bye. Okay, that was Black Keys. You're listening to the Russell Brand <laughs> Show. So on the noises your phone makes when you hang up. Goes, yeah, well, you heard it just then, me hanging up, so if that was the noise, then yes, I mean, I, sp- I mean I'm very busy with the I life, bet you've so. called her back already, haven't you? I do a lot of charity work with these kids who've got problems, and they got my phone, and... Silly asses. what about that? I never believe that when someone sends you a text message and go, oh, someone nicked my phone and sent you that text message. I think that's a lie when someone does that, Yeah, they go, another part of my personality nicked my phone and sent you that. Like when people accidentally send a text... To, yeah. You know, like, go, oh, sorry, that wasn't meant for you. That's well, quite a big mistake, isn't it? Yeah, they do that to sort of spark your interest in them again, don't they? Yeah. That's what they do that for. Yeah. Is that why you sent me one the other day, saying this is my new number? No, give no, it a ring. I'm having a... Give it a ring if you're not too busy! <laughs> That's no a Great oh. time. A sun, sea and sand. Well, it's a bit overcast, actually, and we're not that near clip. the beach. <laughs> Come on, Mr. Bulldog. This will pass a few more moments till we can go through the nicker draw. Ah, life, eh? What a palaver. Okay, hold on. There's something we're supposed to be doing. Aren't we meant to be talking to, uh, yeah, Martin Lewis, aren't we? Is Martin Lewis there? Apparently, Martin? yes. Ah, oh, Martin. Hello there. Now, my understanding is that you're going to give us a guide to living in Los Angeles. Is that right? Well, after all I've just heard for the uh, last 45 seconds, I don't know how much I can help. I mean, possibly some uh, some Valium would help. Um, so, yes, well, uh, how can I help? Give me give me some areas that you're particularly perturbed about or concerned about, and let me okay. see if I can throw some pointers your way. Just now, right, me and my idiot mate, Matt, left... I, I've met Dita Von Tees. It was all going well. You know Dita Von Tees, burlesque woman, used to be married to Marilyn Manson. She's, you know, it was all going very well. I got her phone number. She said, give me a ring, we'll go out. Give me a ring if you're bored, she said. I goes, I'd, I wouldn't have to be bored to ring you, my dear, I said. Brilliant little line. <laughs> then Matt goes, uh, yeah, give her a ring now on air. So we rang her up. We left a load of stupid rubbish all over her answer phone. <laughs> Matt playing samples and jingles from Bagpuss and Bross and things like that. Now I think that's norse that up, so how am I going to find myself a nice Hollywood wife? Well, first of all, uh, anything you left on her voicemail will be on YouTube in about three minutes' time. Uh, Why? With some very unflattering pictures of you. Um, to find yourself a nice woman, well, first of all, in America, you realise that most uh, women by, in America have been divorced twice by the age of 11. So, I mean, you've got to aim very young. I mean, you remember that girl Tabitha on Bewitched? Um, oh yes, she I was the witch, wasn't she? Age group because pretty much everyone else has already taken. Hold on a minute. So so far you've said take Valium and have it off with children. <laughs> now, Martin, well, I'm not sure. That... For Michael Jackson. No, Michael Jackson was proven innocent, not the views of the BBC. Martin, you lunatic. Yes. You're a loose cannon. Oh, I Did am you... something of a loose cannon. Um, there, there are certain things I would really recommend uh, you to do. One thing is, uh, obviously, you'll use your accent to the full extent. You will be accosted by Americans who are still, for some strange reason, infatuated with the English accent. You get something of the, gee, I just love your accent all the time. But they, like will not, they will not know where you're from. I mean, they can't tell the difference between a Huddersfield accent or South Africa, Australia. It's like, are you from Australia? And yeah. the easiest thing to do is just say yes. 
Just say yes. Nor can they tell the difference between an English tank and an Iraqi village. Hey, <laughs> bit of politics there. How well, about that, yeah? It's, uh, uh, as I think the expression is, stunningly imprecise. But go along with the, the, go along with the accent. Um, it's also very important to keep away from other Brits who are already ensconced here in L.A. If you remember that movie, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, where you've got Michael Caine yes. and Steve Martin, they're both kind of um, con men. It's they, a good film. Other, other Brits here don't like you invading their turf because we're all basically up to the same, uh, we're up to the same thing, which is exploiting Americans and taking right. advantage of them. So if somebody comes along like you, if you come onto my turf, I know that you know my game and vice versa. So we tend to steer clear of each other. Okay, so steer clear of other Brits, do as much Valium as you can, date children. Okay, right. that's quite good so far. <laughs> yeah, now the other most important thing is that, you, I don't know if you've got, have you got a sort of like a personal planner or a diary, something you do to fill up your engagements? He's a, got a people person, to do that. A person does those things, two well, people in I'm fact. Very pl I'm, I'm pleased to do that. Here you've got to make sure you fill up, I mean, frankly, it's very hard to do any work here. I mean, here's, here's what I did this morning. Uh, manicure, pedicure, acupressure, acupuncture. Therapist, oh, Martin. contractor, Martin. chiropractor, and rofer. No wonder you're so wired for sound. <laughs> you've, had your, you've had your points fiddled with. I've had everything. Have you, have you ever been rolfed? Well, I don't know. I have a feeling I might be getting that done now. Well, what is Rolfed? It is nothing to do with Rolf Harris. Um, but, well, maybe it was invented by him. No, Rolfing is a kind of cross between acupressure and, uh, and sort of grievous bodily harm, whereby a strange woman comes into your place and hits you in the back and all over your muscles very, very intently because it's releasing electrons. It's oh, very no. therapeutic and it costs no. about 90 bucks an hour. Hold on, let's talk to Matt Morgan, he's a hypochondriac. Would you like to be rolfed, Matt? Yes, I would, actually. It sounds interesting. Electrons, you say? Well, Who apparently like there's a lot of inner electrons. I actually did, uh, the first time I had this done, I went to a, a, a place and this woman was rolfing me and I was told that I would find some spiritual meaning and it would, uh, sort of, it would really cleanse me out, be very good for me. And about halfway into it, I, I was, frankly, I was being ripped off, but the woman said uh, to me, uh, what are you feeling right now? And being British, of course, I sort of did the understatement thing and I said well I, I, I'm feeling a little bit uh, disappointed and without missing a beat she just said oh that's okay honour the disappointment Oh, no, the disappointment. I couldn't, listen, I could sit there trying to write a funny line as much as I like for hours. I couldn't come up with a line as stupid as honour the disappointment. Of course you couldn't. <laughs> well, not unless I've taken the Valium. No, Martin, for heaven's sake. Although, do do that, though, at some <laughs> stage over the evening. Pop one down, yeah? Yep. And have, have a little unwind. Martin, I feel much more confident in life in L.A. having spoken to you. And I might yeah, come uh, straight uh, over uh, onto uh, your uh, turf. You'll need, the, you'll need the number of a lawyer if you follow the advice about the young girls. No, um, Martin, that was n never really an option for me. I mostly like women that are in their mid-80s, failing that actual pigs in city farms. That's what I go for these days. <laughs> well, there's plenty of those in this town too. Bless you, Martin. There goes Martin Lewis, one of the finest broadcasters we've ever yet crossed swords with. He was all right when he gave us some good and helpful advice. Sorry? <laughs> yeah, well, just, just, just be absolutely deaf. clear. <laughs> <laughs> so, is Martin Lewis gone now? Has he gone? Can we slag him off yet? <laughs> <laughs> We're free to talk about Martin Lewis honestly yet? <laughs> My God! <laughs> <laughs> What's going on now? That's like a, that's, that's what I imagine brain cancer feels like. That's because Martin was still on the line. 
Oh, right, Christ. What so a palaver. screeching, probably. No, he was there. Uh, i joking. He was all right, wasn't he? It's all right. Living Lots of energy. Life. Lot of energy. Confident man. Very confident, wasn't he, about something? He went yeah. berserk. I said to Nick, the vicar's son producer, I goes, is he a person that's self-aware, or is he a... Like, he goes, oh, he's like James Whitaker. Now, James Whitaker, royal correspondent, is not like that, because James Whitaker lives in the environs of his own mind and is unaware of the impact that his personality has. That man there, Martin, is aware of nothing but the impact he's having. He's a very self-aware person wanting to imp uh, make a certain impression, wasn't he? Yeah. And that's what makes him... Bad radio. <laughs> <laughs> I, I pictured him with a huge phone. Yeah. Just sat in a mansion, shouting into a huge receiver. Yeah, great big huge phone resting on his naked thigh, remote control on the other thigh, just flicking through channels endlessly, <laughs> interfering with himself, ordering up sort of odd pills off of the internet. That's how I imagined him. He was seen. Oh no, hold on. Dave the engineer has just found a photo picture of him on the internet. Mm, yeah, he looks pretty much like you'd imagine him to. He's on Wikipedia, Martin Lewis. Have a look at him. He's all right, and he's no point he's condemning people. Peter Cook and Dudley Moore. I see. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can't imagine that was anything other than posthumously. God, I can't <laughs> imagine they'd <laughs> have consented to that while they were alive. He dressed them and sat them in chairs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, you look great. Yeah, brilliant. Okay, <laughs> bye. Hey, take out my agra. Fiddle with a tart. Night. <laughs> he kept mentioning Valium, didn't he? Because it's clear that he is normally meant to take it. Yeah, like, he's feel, feeling guilty about it, wasn't he? Yeah. Like, say you had an appointment at the dentist and you never went, perhaps that, uh, over the course of the day, you keep sort of talking about teeth and dentists, and yeah. I think, yeah, he, he hadn't took his Valium, and he was playing on his mind, and then he allowed it to play on ours as well. Dear uh, old Martin. No, he's That's he all right. He's all right. He's all right. No, he's okay. Nah, he's all right, mate. <laughs> Let's think about pin-pinning for a bit. That normally no. cheers me right. What? What have you go got on against? Then. Go on, then. What have I got against it? Yeah. Oh, because he was oh, the original God. victim. Nonsense. Russell, Matt and Mr G, says Denise Simmington, a.k.a. Ice Queen 11. M Russell, Matt and Mr G, while in the care of the NHS, I was jabbed big time. And not once did they say pin-pin. So when they were letting me out on Thursday, to va or Valentine's Day, t to a bar, I asked the doctor who was about to take blood from me to say pin-pin before I got the needle stuck on my arm. And I got a very strange look, but she said it anyway, and now thinks I'm mental. That's from Denise, who's may very well be mental, for all I know. Here's another bit of pin-pin news. Jessica, I've recently started listening to your podcast every week on my way to work, and they've really helped pass this train journey. I've encouraged my travel buddy to listen in, but we're having a dispute over the rules of pin-pin. Becky says you should say pin-pin before you pin-pin, but I think you should say it as you pin-pin. Can you clear this up for us? Matthew, you are the original victim. At what point should pin-pin be said? Well, in the original case... <laughs> yes. Darren, uh, the Darren French case. Yes. Um... Mm. <clears throat> Uh, the bike clear in your throat as if you. I'm in court. It's my day in court. The bike approached from over my right shoulder with yeah. uh, the assailant perched on the stunt pegs. Yeah. The first I heard of of the uh, assailant was the jovial cry, "Pin pin!" And then <laughs> I felt a jab officer into my right shoulder. I, I think, think that is how it should somewhere. be. Pin pin first and then the pin pin yeah. delivery. You'll notice there that Matt was brilliant at giving evidence. That's because of his hobby, grassing up petty criminals where he lives. Be you having a simple fire or trying to make an honest bob on the mug, Matt Morgan <laughs> can be relied to grass you right up, giving such accurate descriptions that it's led to Kentish Town Police to dub him the Professor. <laughs> 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 Matt Morgan there. So I, the saw, I saw some people doing muggings and I got them arrested.
You're a bloody vigilante, mate. You That's are. good. You're like a little. What would you have done? Sissy Batman. <laughs> what would you? <laughs> <laughs> Sharon Smith and Nick Lennon have arrived here in the studio. Come in, Sharon Smith, my new assistant stroke stylist. You have to mention stylist, otherwise she has an ego outburst. And Nick Lennon, uh, my new m manager, as he is now, wearing a hat that makes him look like the village idiot of LA. <laughs> <So> <laughs> a woolly hat, such as you might expect. Welcome, welcome. Hope all is well with the house. I'll just do a. a Sharon, come over here, dear, and we'll do a quick rundown of the problems. Have they uh, sorted out the heating? Yeah, the, tele the television man's coming tonight to sort out the television because they couldn't get it done. Right. The heating. Yeah. The heating. Yeah, we sorted out the heating. That's yeah. all cool. And what else is there, Nick? Oh, the internet's going on Tuesday. Oh. We can go out and buy. Oh, we found china plates, by the way, in the cupboard. There they're are not china plastic. plates. We thought oh, they were all God. plastic, but they're fine. What about the mouse drop ins? Mouse drop ins are still there, but I've hidden the box with them in. And I've hidden the other things. What about the child's knickers and porn? Don't. There well, isn't any of that. Said it, he's Sharon. making it up. There are child's knickers. There's not. We've been talking about it for the whole show. <laughs> Why there's child's knickers in Diana Ross's house? You, would, you probably like don't remember. That's my that rider. Was, that's your rider. Make sure isn't it? there's some child's knickers. Child's knickers, <laughs> porn. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> right now, you've got a show on your hands, gents. I've had my mouse poo. I'm ready to dance. Just a line of mouse poo. <laughs> oh, it's Matt. Hello. Hello. Yeah. See, Sharon, all excited and You're pleased. Right? Yeah, I'm good. Go How are you, Matt? You can grill Sharon, seeing what my behaviour's been like. Has he been awful? No, he's been really nice actually. He's been really upbeat. He's been very funny. He's been a bit excitable sometimes in the back of the car, like just coming out with random songs and noises and stuff like that. Yeah, that's we why I'm not there. We had a social event there. the other night. We went out with Paul McKenna and Claire. He's very sociable. He didn't get the ump and want to go home at any point. Wow. And he didn't mind us getting a little bit tipsy. Mm. Uh, what else has he been doing? Stick he's of bulls. You all stick of bulls. He's been very good at uh, worky things as well, doing ease work. He did a photo shoot on Saturday. It went brilliantly, really, really well. well that's and hard then he did work. his read through for his hey! Film. You have to bust moves in those photo shoots. I was doing it with Judd Apatow. Judd Apatow, who thinks I'm the next big thing in a certain context. <laughs> if that context is twerps. <laughs> in your genre. <laughs> in your tiny genre of you. Yeah. Well, so it sounds seen... really good. It sounds like he's And been... the house is lovely, actually. When we went back there tonight, it's beautiful. When is all it the heated lights up yet? Is the heating it's working? It's heating up, it's heating up. And we've got the fires going as well, the two big fires. You've got a fire in your room as well, massive. You're in Los, Los Angeles. Gassy, Why are you having fires? Because it's, it's raining. It's actually really cold. Good. And, <laughs> there I've said the it. But the view is beautiful. The view is not nice, isn't it? When all the, the city is coming to light, it looks really nice. Didn't my willy look nice when I was in that leotard having that body look mold, like mate? Like a dolly's what? Shannon That's says my parts are dolly. like Dolly's parts, but Dolly's they're not. Dolly's not half, Willis. They just have a mound. That's what you've well, got. Like a little jelly like mould. just a mound. That was it. Right, that's enough singing for today, Sharon. <laughs> you've been a great contributor. <laughs> Sharon, everyone. Uh, Nick, could you call the uh, temp agency and get us a PA? Right, oh, look, what I will say... Is he is a text message. Why, who's it from? It's Deep Devon Tees, of no, course. it's not. Yes, it does. It says here, yes, look. It, yes, it does. Is. <laughs> Yes, it does. I know it anywhere. It's Dieter's handwriting. It's all gothic. There. It says here, you have a way with words. Dot, dot, dot. Enigmatic. What? what could it mean? Hang on, so what's that referring to? When? I don't know. My way with words. Yeah, but from, <laughs> I mean, which part? Your, that phone call we just did. We will. No, got that months ago before I started troubling her with those messages. But nonetheless, it shows there was a point where I got those texts, didn't I? <laughs> so what then? You have That's a way not... with words. That means like, oh God, you were going on in my ear. Can you stop undermining? Look, me and Dieter will get on fine if you... Can't the world just give us a bit of space? That's what we'll ask, the prying eyes of you, Matt. 
and the public in and the paparazzos, that fat fella in socks. Well, those Just people you go up to and go, excuse me, um, uh, <laughs> if you care to take a photo of me, I'm actually quite famous in uh, the home counties. I don't know if you've seen Google, but have a look at that. Oh, Russell Brand, most interesting author of the week in Hertfordshire. Look, you, things are going very well out here. Now, let's have a nice little record, a bit of a chin wag, well, yeah, and then probably for the end a of the record. show. We're nearly at the end. G's what in his chair. G's in his chair. Yep. For four, <laughs> minute, four minutes left, because you're on LA time. Oh, crikey, yeah, I suppose it's all a bit upside pals. Yeah, well, not for much longer. You've High ruined most of their relationships. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, my little mouse dirt castle is the finest luxury any man could wish for. Now, to summarise this at times stupid show, <laughs> let's have Mr G, the poet laureate, not just of this show, but of all London Woo! town. <laughs> Woo, Mr G, there he goes. Yeah, hooray for him. OK, this poem is called Welcome to the Lecture Dome. In Hollywood, with gloves of wood, a stately lecture dome was seen, with anecdotes and frantic strokes for bros posters that gleam. <laughs> Inside LA, with much to say, suggesting stringless treats, while the cat's away, the UK will play with cheese heads on TV. Whoa! Between Googling big boobs, looming Aussie news and seagull biographies, a house infused with mousy poos trying to impress celebrities. <laughs> Within the shadow of the mound of pleasure, orgy stories floated with pigs in the sky, so signing off with familiar sounds of good measure, nice to roll for to Rolf, you nice. Woo! There he goes, yes. Mr. G. Oh, I'm clapping what? halfway through. <laughs> yeah, you were well into it, weren't you, Matt? I've never seen you so enthusiastic. It's like when you get your gyro, you were up in arms. <laughs> 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 Lovely business. Right, okay, well, G, have you missed me, mate? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So come, come here and say yeah. yes. Okay, all right, I'll come here and say <laughs> yes. We missed you. Yeah, of course you've missed me. When are you coming to Los Angeles? Um, when Matt gives us the go-ahead. We're all well, waiting on Matt, all of us. What's he, like some sort of bonkers drunk He's taking general. over the whole place. He's We're just, just playing bowls until it's really buttons, urgent. He's turning the lights down. <laughs> he's ordering sushi. Is he ordering sushi there? We ain't had a thought of eating here, actually. Nick the guilty vicar's son ain't provided us with anything. What's going on, Nick? Dave, a perfectly good engineer, sat over there, bored out of his brain by some of this drivel. And we're Engineers aren't meant to get food. I'm not, not blaming, I'm not saying Dave should get the food, oh, I'm right. saying Nick should get the food for Dave. Oh, That's right. what I'm saying. Okay. We've had that crackpot Martin Lewis on the radio. Yeah. Should we record a bit extra just in case we want to tidy that up? Right, hold on, let's have a look at me. What do you mean? Well, well in case you phone up and mm -hmm. say, oh, could you take out the bit where Sharon undermined me? <laughs> <laughs> you leave that in. You get your crappy little hands off this show. <laughs> <laughs> the show will be cut in Los Angeles. <laughs> where I am is where the show is cut. Right, let's have a look. Dieter von T's done that. Oh, yeah, the real estate agent, Chris, is a bit of a beefcake as well. Like, you have one real estate agent to sell you the house and another one to, you know, to represent you, right? We got sold it by a woman with her little red gloves on all the time. Hello, sir. No. There will not be any clearance of mouse dropping, sir. But our one, who represents us, what a beefcake. Great big fella, Chris, he's from up north you somewhere. You always get a crush on... So well, he's English. Yeah, from You Liverpool. get crush crushes on men when you're away from home. I think that's what happens, And Matt. when you're that at home, you have crushes on bros. <laughs> Hello. What's going on? I wonder what this all could indicate yes. for this homicide. Gay! Hello, and welcome to my regular <laughs> item this week. 
I'm gay. I need to come out to everyone on the radio show, but I just don't know how to do it. What shall I do? Well, you know, I suppose you could do it in a postmodern, ironic, self-referential way. Oh, okay, I'll do that then. Well, look, you just got to look at the facts. The way you spoke to Matt Goss was like, yeah. Oh, Matt, oh, you're so good. And oh, do you ever find yourself in a hotel masturbating? And then do your taste <laughs> just found out. Went, Hello. Oh, I don't really want to go out of here. I'm scared of women. <laughs> oh, that's them. Oh, Sigmund Freud said they've got teeth in their root bits. Oh, keep away from them. They'll try my knob off. Oh, look at Matt and his lovely, cosy chocolate pocket. <laughs> oh, when will, uh. I, will I be shameless? I can't answer. I can't answer that. Look, I'm most certainly... Hang on, that song, are they what? going, when will I be famous? And then another character says, I can't answer that. Yeah, they're Asian, I think, probably, in the song. Probably the equivalent of Nick Linnan, some sort of uh, 80s version of Nick Linnan, which would be just the same it's as this one. a bizarre conversation to set to music. It is actually, isn't it? When will I be famous? I can't answer that. Yeah, why not have a conversation that's a bit more de decisive? It might as well be like, uh, do you know the way to the shopping centre? No, I'm sorry, I don't live around here. It's, yeah. not, it's inconclusive. Yeah. It might as well be conclusive. There's no conclusion. Do you know what? I can hear, oh, a high-pitched Asbo noise. Oh, you probably can't hear this one because you're too old. Oh, it's so high-pitched. Oh, I'm so young and youthful and free. Yeah? No, no, what a racket. It's probably like a tortoise yawning. <laughs> in the upper reaches they as you're hearing. I might do as well face the truth, <laughs> and I am just too long in the tooth. My knees are starting to knock. Right, now then, that should give us more than enough to chop that lunatic bloke out. No, don't chop anything out. You know, that's like Hitler burning books. Not that bad, is it? And then anyway, Hitler's book burning, that weren't the worst thing about him. If he'd have just kept to that, he'd have just been a vandal. It's the other things he'd done that got me down. What a killjoy he was. Right, come on, Matt, this show's nearly over. Have you enjoyed it? <laughs> Yes, I have actually. It's nearly. It's, it's gone three in the morning. Oh, you need to get to bed. No wonder you've been. Your contributions are so lacklustre. <laughs> G, you've been wonderful as well. Everyone in England, thank you very much. Keep listening. Keep our podcast at number one. And if it's not number one, get it number one. You know it upsets me when it's not number one. Sony Awards coming up soon. We all should all be getting some trophies. When NME are they awards? We've got. An, we're nominated for an NME award. You're not even here. You'll have to go and collect it. You know perfectly well, well what happened. They happen. won't let us win if it's only me. But if everyone votes, right, vote for us to win that enemy award, then Matt will have to go and collect it on his own. I'm not which going. Which he'll hate. Do one of those videos where you go, I'm in LA. For this Surrounded. little, little trinket. I can't leave my house because Dita Von Teese has put a restraining order <laughs> on me. And Matt Gus has killed himself. <laughs> Look, why don't you, right, to everyone, vote for us to win that enemy award because then Matt will have to go and collect it. Yeah, we've right, got to go now. Have spoken. Right, you don't, you don't tell me when we've got to go I now. I do, actually, because people are telling me. <laughs> what a little square boss down like teachers. All right, then. Well, it's been a bloody lovely show. Thank you very much for listening. Probably there's some things that have happened in the world now, so I'm obliged to tell you these things. I love you. God, I miss you. God bless you, England's Rose. This is BBC Radio 2, <laughs> online on Digital 88915. Da, 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 news.